another week, another talking dirty. Oh. <laughs> that was like you're talking like whale and finding Nemo. Oh. <laughs> this week we have for you a little bit of NHL action with our good friend Stalter. Uh, in the NBA, we talk about the dumpster fire that is the New York Knicks organization. Then we take it over to the NFL for the Super Bowl recap. We discuss our favorite ads and other things about the game. And then uh, we have also a little surprise top five. They're back. And we have our top five Super Bowls and top five Super Bowl appetizers. Mm-hmm. 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 And then we take it over in pop culture. We break down all the Super Bowl trailers and what our theories are for the movies that are kind of be- going to be coming out. And, of course, with that, the uh, Peacemaker finale recap and your jams of the week. So with that, Ryan, take it away. No, I have to pull up the number. <laughs> Dude, we're like the did. worst ad player. Dude, you paid $10 <laughs> for a lifetime supply of ads. You get what you get. Um, shout out to Kent's Brothers Painting, a wonderful painting company outside of Shaler. Um, if you need your house painted, your walls, your outside, whatever, give them a call. They do a really good job for a fair price. Uh their number to call was 412-784-1577. Once again, it's 412-784-1577. Call if you need uh, your house painted today. And as always, Kuzis is for sale, $7. With that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. Right, and before we get into it, Matthew, Guy, how are you both doing? Ah, uh, who are we starting with? Uh, you go ahead. <laughs> You're talking, so go ahead. Dude, I'm doing good, man. Uh, I actually hung this weekend for the birthday celebration. Yes. I was pretty impressed with myself. Yes, thank you, know, you. I'm old man status now, so it's tough, but I woke up, didn't remember much about leaving the bar, but... I woke up and saw my Uber time leaving was like one forty three in the morning, and I was like, "Yeah, you did good." I was like, "Good job, guy. Good job." I was proud of myself. Yeah, I, yeah. Thanks for coming out too. I left right around the same time you did. You tried to steal my Uber. <laughs> yeah, I um, know this. Is I, I told him like, "No." I said like, "God, fuck off." It's my Uber. I jumped in, and as I was leaving, he just gave me double thumbs up. <laughs> he was like wasted. He gave me double thumbs up. It was funny. Matt, how are you? Uh, it was great. Uh, Dubfest was a success, and they, I, they call I, me Dub. Ah, uh, okay. Hung for like a little less than Guy hung, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's it not was, competition. It yeah, but but then we also went back to our buddy's house and kept it going. You you yeah, hung, didn't right. hang at the bar as much. You hung yeah, you hung later than me. A little COVID safe, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, we had our own section. That, that COVID was yeah, that was fine. Yeah, it stopped at the barrier there. Yeah, a little roped off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's it called? Uh. My family was there. That's kind of funny. Getting wasted. My my uh my buddy Dave Morgano took a sh- uh, uh buy a shot for me and my un- uncle who's like seventy. <laughs> and he ripped a shot. It was so funny. Um, but yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add in this little banter here before we get into it? Or um, well, I mean, how are you doing aside from you know post birthday celebrations? God, no, that's uh, the birthday was fun. That's, that's it. Yeah. I was all I was all hung over the next day, but it was the Super Bowl, and my and I just luckily uh, just hung with my girlfriend, our dog Charlie, mm-hmm. adorable, and my parents. 
Like I, I, I was all for like going like my, like Chelsea. My parents were like you should hang out with us on your birthday. I was like yeah. So I, I couldn't go any of my friends or anything, guess, but like, yeah. but like, I'm so happy that I made that decision afterwards because like, oh my god, I'm just sitting here in sweatpants on the couch, like Chelsea. Like this is not way better than fucking going anywhere. I'm so hungover. Yeah, that's a fair point. Fair point. Yeah, I spent my Super Bowl just laying on the couch with my dog. <laughs> yeah. It was great. That's oh, that's best. <laughs> hey, can you plug this in? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Um. All right, we are gonna get started first. Matt is here. Obviously, you just heard in the intro. Matt is here. Um, the talk hockey. We haven't talked hockey in a bunch. Uh, him and Millville Dave, formerly known as Florida Dave, um, they were going to come on to talk hockey since the Super Bowl passed. Uh, Dave couldn't come, so Matt's just here by himself, but he's well prepared. And we find maybe we'll get Millville Dave in a couple weeks here. Because um, these guys are just going to update us on hockey all the time. We're not going to talk hockey unless they're here. Honestly. No, yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, I, I barely do. Pens are doing good. That's yeah, it. I barely do, and whenever I do, it's kind mm-hmm. of tough because you don't. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, before we get to that, I have some baseball updates. Obviously, the lockout's still going on. They recently, as of I think today, they had a new negotiation. Um, upside that too, this week, uh, pitchers and catchers would have reported if it wasn't for the lockout. Damn, Manfred, dude. Yeah, but there was a negotiation today. And good news, it only lasted 15 minutes. Oh, God. They're <laughs> fucked. They're fucked. Oh, man. Like, they're like saying, all right, we set the new date for you. Like, I saw a couple of notifications, like, all right, the new date's set. And then literally this this lasted 15 minutes. So you know that's not good. Do the players have pictures yet on their social media? Honestly, probably not. Oh, I mean, like their profile pictures? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure they went back to it, yeah. Like MLB.com, or is it still no picks? Yeah, there's still no picks, I don't think. Wow. That's such a well, disgrace. Well, while the lockout's going on, it's like all baseball operations like that are done. Uh, another two updates. Another one from the MLB, coming up how corrupt man fraud is and all that stuff. A lawyer that represents the MLB uh, was in court. I don't know what exactly they're doing in court, but there was in, they're in court about something and he claimed that minor league players shouldn't get paid for spring training because they quote unquote get paid in experience. Dude, come on. The MLB's man. like had lawyers coming out and saying this in court. Dude, it's just like the paid internship he's calling it essentially. He's basically saying that like unpaid that minor league players shouldn't get paid as like a paid unpaid internship. It's oh, still professional man. baseball though, you know? Exactly. If it counts as a professional, you should have to get paid. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like regardless, like if you're if you're considered a professional, like people can become a professional and like can't play in the NCAA anymore because of it, mm-hmm. and they're seeing experience, they're not getting paid to do so. That's fucked up. Yeah, man, it, it, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. Um, then two more pieces of uh piece of news here, Mister National, uh, aka Ryan Zimmerman, he's uh retired t- the other day. Okay. He uh he was the first ever drafted by the Washington Nationals ever since they moved. Um, and he played his entire 16-season career with the Nationals, obviously getting that championship a few years back. Um, and, yeah, he just retired in the middle of the lockout, which I don't blame him. Kind of crazy to see, like, a player of that caliber staying loyal all those years. Yeah, and obviously it's only been 16 years, but it's kind of nuts to say, like, you were the first ever draft pick from the Nationals. That's yeah. pretty sweet. and got him a title. And it was a big part of them winning the mm-hmm. title, so... That's pretty sweet, honestly. Yeah, it's a sick thing to be. A I part don't of. watch a lot of baseball, but like I know the name Zimmerman. Yeah, he he's been Ron very. Zimmerman. Yeah, he's an infielder. I think he played first base near the end, of his career. But yeah, he's he was great, Ryan Zimmerman. I think he played third base a lot of his career, 
But I don't know if he switched over to first base or not. I might just be talking my ass out of that. But I think he played third base most of his career. Um, Sounds accurate. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's really good. So that sucks for the Nationals. Then a more sad note, um, a couple years ago, a little update from a couple years ago. Remember that Tyler Skaggs, the pitcher from the uh, Angels who died? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 it was cra- yeah, it was crazy. Like, yeah, like right afterwards, mm-hmm. like right afterwards, they like pitched like a no hitter, combined no hitter, like the day yeah. after, something crazy like that. Well, they um have been putting his death under an investigation for like the longest time since it happened. Today, they finally got a rolling. Um, the an XPR uh, member of the Angels named Eric K mm-hmm. was convicted for basically giving him the fentanyl they overdosed on. Uh, Minimum so. twenty years, maximum life. Um, apparently this is not the only time this guy was like the number one guy who like, kept giving Skaggs his shit. Um, and he said in court that he's with Tyler Skaggs that night and he claimed that Tyler Skaggs is the one who bought the shit, even though they found it wasn't. And that he just was the deliverer of it. And he was with him all night and he seemed fine when he left and then he ended up dying. And this guy apparently did drugs with him all the time too. Um, another person who's getting some, uh, strays from this. Is Matt Harvey? Um, now he's now free agent. He's a shitty washout pitcher, which we've talked about a lot during the season because I think I picked up by the Cubs or someone like during the season. Uh, right now he's technically a free agent if he doesn't retire, um, but if he does come back and play, he will be suspended for sixty games or sixty days. Not games, sixty days, which is still a decent chunk of games. Yeah, because least, he admitted. Like yeah, because he admitted under oath that he um, uh, gave him some of his like painkillers. Oh. Like, so he won't get any legal action. No, that's illegal. He's not getting any legal action recourse from it. Mm-hmm. But the MLB said, well, if you do come back, you will not be playing for 60 days. You'll be suspended for 60 days. So that's a little sad update I had to throw out there. Because that's yeah. big news today. Um, but with that being said, let's pass it over to Matt. Matt has nice little – if you also remember, Matt was here preseason. So mm-hmm. maybe he's going to pull back some notes from that. Just a little teaser yeah, here. See how he did. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Matt. Matt's gonna take it away. Do some headlines. Do some uh, predictions here, and yeah, take it away, Matt. All right, right off the bat, Fortnite, Apex Legends, PUBG, Warzone, rank them, guy. Wow. Wait. Okay. Uh, well, the thing is, <laughs> I haven't played PUBG. And then what was the other ones? Uh, Apex, Fortnite, Warzone. Warzone. So I mean, just I'm gonna like exclude PUBG from the list. Just put it last. Yeah. But I'm going to put Apex first, because I think that's been the best consistently throughout its tenure. But, see, it's tough, because, like, Warzone's really good, but, like, the fucking hackers take it over. And, I don't know, man. Like, I think that just, like, kind of fucks the gameplay experience. Oh, for sure. And, and, and peak Fortnite was so good, like, the the first few seasons, but then after that, it fell off the face of the earth. Hey man, they have Spider Man gloves in that now. Yeah, they're just fucking making money. Hey, in watch, the watch, Matt. Point. Matt's the biggest Fortnite guy in the world. Oh, uh, okay. And then Apex, and then the Warzone. Yeah, I mean, Fortnite last. No, PUBG last. I, I might go. I, I'll probably go Fortnite two, and then Warzone three. Nice. But that's just personal. Probably <laughs> realistically, though, like it'd be Warzone two. Like I feel like if you ask like America, that's what it'd be ranked. But I'm going to put Fortnite, too. Because peak Fortnite is just so good. Cool, cool. That was a fun little tangent. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> back to hockey. <laughs> that was so random. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. So, first off, right off the bat, return of the Mac. Oh, I mean, Eichel. 
Uh, <laughs> Return of the Jack. <laughs> Return of the Jack, yeah. Return of the Jack. But uh, Jack Eichel returned for the Vegas Golden Knights the uh, last night. Oh, really? Yeah, and he won like eight face-offs, but uh, unfortunately the Golden Knights were blanked by the Avalanche. Okay. And the Avalanche won 2 nothing. Darcy Kemper with the shutout. Uh, Avalanche are the team to beat in the West right now, I think. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. How's, I don't know if you're going to get to, uh, how's Vegas doing before Jack came back? Uh, Vegas is still in the playoffs before Jack. Like, I, feel, I feel like they've been like super solid like since they started. Oh, yeah. They they went all in again this uh, okay. year. Like, traded yeah. a couple first-round picks for uh-huh. Eichel or in cap hell. They uh, have, like, zero cap space, so I don't even know how they pulled so They have Peter off. Angelo, too. Didn't they get yeah. him last summer? Peter Angelo, uh, Leonard. Uh, yeah, you think William they might Carlson, a, Dadanov, do you think they might Carlson, Dadanov, Do you think they might make a uh, cup push? Oh yeah, yeah. They'll kind of like the Rams did, putting everything done, into this year and then just like hope for the best. Uh, I think it's more think, of a Mark Stones on there too. But, I, uh, I think they're more sustainable. Right? They're, they're a sustainable team. They have like a, I'd say like one to three to four year window. Because okay. Jack Eichel's locked up for a few years. Yeah. So Peter Stone. Angelo's right. locked up for and a few years. Marshall Salt, did you say he's yeah. up? He's locked up for a little bit. Yeah, they have like a couple free agents upcoming, but like. But their core groups. Their core there. group will be there. Yeah. And then, congrats to the U.S. Women's Hockey Team for the silver medal placement. Ooh, nice. Good and for them. That was uh, last night, I believe. Oh, and, did win silver? Yeah, they lost to Canada. Canada yeah. won the gold, but uh, yeah, that'll be the team. But you still, know. like. Representing the country is always good. Yeah. And the U.S. men's laid a bombshell in uh, the Olympics this year. They won out the divisional rounds, were the number one seed, and then they lost to Slovakia in the first round. Oh, my God. Yeah. That sucks. But uh, another news, Marc-Andre Fleury, speaking of the Golden Knights Mm -hmm. and the Pens, obviously, and the Blackhawks. But uh, he wants to play one more season, at least, in the NHL. Okay. What do you guys think of that? Uh, One year deal with the Pens. Bring him back. Yeah, Make it happen. Uh, how's he? Do? He's not doing that good, right? He's on the Blackhawks. Oh so yeah, like, but... you can't really expect much, honestly. Yeah. He's. Uh, I mean, do whatever he wants to do. You know, let him let him live his life. I feel like there's no need to retire. Is he that bad? I feel like he's been pretty consistent his whole career. I think if he goes to a contender, like he good. has a chance. Yeah, definitely. I mean, didn't he win uh, that goalie award yeah, last he was year? Vezina Trophy winner yeah. last mm-hmm. season. So. Yeah, he, he definitely could play as long as he wants. Yeah. Um, I I would love to have him back, but I'd like to see him get traded at the deadline. I think that might be the reason the Hawks signed him this year was solely to trade him at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Did they trade for him? No, they signed him as a free agent, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, Let's bring him back. Hey, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'm pretty sure they signed him. But... Hey, I'll look it up. I'll look Let's it up. Let's bring him back. You know, bring him back to Pittsburgh, man. You know, because he doesn't want to move around much. You know what I mean? Who wants that? Like he's got he's got wife, kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So bring him back to Pittsburgh, back to his old, old hometown, and then uh, just retires here. Lives his life. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm, I'm with it. And trade news for the NHL, the Calgary Flames traded a first-round pick and some prospects for Tyler Toffoli. He made an immediate impact for the Flames last night, Had a uh, received a nice pass, and then went into the zone and scored. Okay. Flames doing any good? Flames are on an eight-game winning streak. Ooh. Ryan has his hand raised, though, so flashback. Oh. Flurry was traded. 
Oh, yeah. Jeez. To who? I mean, no, 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 no. I'm saying he was traded oh, to Chicago. Okay. Do you know for who? It was like uh, it was a minor league deal. They just wanted to Knight. Knight just wanted to clear cap. Mm. It's like they got a, they got a minor leaguer forward, Mikel Hackerain and. Yeah, I've never never heard of him. Yeah, that was just a cap space man. That's why I, I could have sworn there was like, a deal like that. Allowed yeah. him to get Jack Eichel in the long run. So yeah, exactly. Absolutely. When they have Laner too. True. Or Linear was it? Laner. I got Laner. a question. All right. Well, more of like a, uh, what would you rather have? Okay. Would you rather have like an all-time franchise goalie or an all-time franchise quarterback? Oh, I think. What's so you're what do you think is more important to like win? The team success like, is Tom like Brady an amazing or, quarterback or an amazing goalie. Tom Brady or uh, what's like Hasek, Brodor, yeah, yeah, Patrick yeah, Waugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Patrick Waugh is what I was thinking of. Um, I think I think I'd rather have a franchise quarterback because I think if you have a good enough team around a bad, gosh, I don't know. Because you have a kind of shitty team around a good quarterback, you don't do shit. I mean, the other way around. Yeah, you have a really good you team. You have a really good defense. And a really, really good just a plug game. and play quarterback, and you can still win. 49ers. I feel like you have a really shitty goalie that lets everything up. I don't know, though. We're talking franchise. We're not talking about like. I feel like it's easier to win with a mediocre goaltender than yeah. a mediocre quarterback. Yeah, I agree. I think okay. if you have a franchise quarterback, I think that's they're way more dominant. That's fair. Yeah. Than a, a, a franchise goalie because if you have a, a goalie that like does like fucking stands on their head, but if the forwards and shit don't mean and do anything, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, like but if they only got to put up like one or two goals, if they only got to put up like the, if the offense for the hockey team only has to put up like one or two goals, that's not bad. Yeah, it's definitely not bad. But I just think quarterback. I, I think quarterback's more impactful on the game directly than the goalie is. All right. Like, like, I like what Matt said. You can have a mediocre quarterback in a mm-hmm. good team and you'd still win. You can have a mediocre goalie. Yeah, you could have a mediocre, oh, mediocre goalie in a good team and still win. You can't really have a mediocre quarterback and still win. All right. Like, all the quarterbacks that have won recently, like, are oh, studs. Yeah. Or at least been to the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> are hall, hall of Famers or borderline Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think I'd rather have a quarterback. All right. Good talk, good talk. And then last for the hockey, like, quick news, uh, the Pens beat the Flyers in overtime on Tuesday night. Love the hero. OT hero was Chris Letang. Of course he was. With a no-look shot between the legs of Carter Hart. Mm -hmm. All goalies. He sucks. (laughs) I love that we've kept Letang this whole, like, all this time. Because I feel like he's been a part of, like, so many trade rumors and shit. He still kind of is. He is. Right now. But like, they never well, moved him. He's like, I don't know. I feel like all right, well, let Matt finish about this game because there's one other big thing about this game and then I have something to say about Latang. Right. One pretty big thing. Really uh, big thing. Evgeny Malkin assisted <laughs> on Sidney Crosby's 500th goal. Yeah. Ooh, nice. That's so cool. Crosby got to 500 against the Flyers at home. Yeah. Very poetic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt only said Evgeny Malkin first because he hates Crosby. <laughs> he loves Malkin. Um, about Latang, though, I, I, I didn't say this on the pod because we weren't talking hockey, but he recently, I think as of, as of like the last few weeks, said that he wants one more big contract, which means we're probably not going to keep him. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a free agent after this year, so we're probably going to keep him. That's fair. Gino? Gino, on the other hand, said that he would take a pay cut to stay. Love oh, it. Nice. Literally the same time that Latang came out and said he wants one more big pay, pay day, Gino said he'd take a pay cut in kind of hopes that they could keep both of them. Ooh. But... 
I have a feeling that we're probably going to get rid of Latang after the season. Or not look, we'll get rid of him. He'll probably just leave as a free agent. Like, I heard, like, Mo, uh, Toronto might go after him. Like, a bunch of Canadian teams might go after Latang. Like, I feel like the, the Penn system was perfect for Latang. Oh, yeah. I think. Like, I it's going to so. be tough to, like, make him work somewhere else. I feel like he's going to get overpaid and not See, for I, this. I, I think we're fine without Latang. I think. Yeah, we'll be Latang's, fine. Latang's defensive play is not the type of defense I like. No, he, I, he's basically a fourth forward out there, where mm-hmm. and, and but he's fast enough that he gets back. That's why he can do that. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the fastest skaters in the league for like many years. But I, I don't know that defense who like can actually play defense. <laughs> yeah. Like John Marino, he's. A, I like him. I, I like Dumoulin. Dumoulin also pretty good. Yeah, I like uh, oh, P, POJ. He's in the, we keep bouncing him up and down. I think he's gonna be good for a couple years now. Yeah, I think if Latang leaves, there's gonna be a big hole in the lineup. Mm-hmm. But, but like, but all the money, we, like by saving that money, could go out and sign get someone else. Investment. Yeah, maybe two for his yeah. price of Latang. Like two five mils. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of like a ten mil right. Latang. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, do you guys want to hear awards first? We'll yeah, give, for give us your like midseason awards slash predictions, then give us your updates of the uh, your preseason predictions. Okay, so first off, I'll start with the Hart Trophy. I think this is an obvious choice, and it's not Carter Hart. It's uh, Connor McDavid. Like, yeah, he's he shouldn't win that. Put Makes up the sense. most points. He's yeah, yeah. I hate McDavid. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if if the Oilers make the playoffs, they're struggling right now. Well, see, McDavid can win all the Hart Memorial trophies he wants. He's never going to win a cup until he does. You've got a good argument. Yeah, he, he always chokes. He'll probably get one in his career, though. I feel like he's that kind of guy where it's like he'll get the one eventually, like Ovechkin. Like yeah, it took Ovechkin until he's gray hair, like Rogers. Yeah, but Rogers won kind of early. Yeah, but still, I, I, mean, I think it's be, yeah. It'll just be like the one, at the one trophy, mm-hmm. but then stat padded thanks to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, Norris Trophy, I mm-hmm. think will go to Kale McCarr on the Avalanche mm-hmm. or um, Victor Hedman on the Lightning. For our for our listeners, say what each one means. Oh, Hart's my MVP. Bad. My bad. Hart is MVP. Norris is what? Uh, Norris is best defenseman yeah, in the league. Yeah. Kale McCarr, he's a young gun on the Colorado mm-hmm. Avalanche. He, uh, he's he been scoring nasty goals. He's a beast on the power play. Knows mm-hmm. how to play his position well. And I think he is a favorite along with Victor Hedman, who's a big defenseman for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's won three cups with him. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's a beast. I don't know what else to say. I don't know. I might have had him begin the season on our team. Fantasy. I forget. Yeah, he's he's a solid like, so shutdown defender who uh, also puts up points. I definitely think that. But yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That. I, I, Cal, uh, Cal's been killing. Cal, Cal, my maker. Kale maker, yeah. Makar. Makar. See, I, I, never, I hate fucking hockey names. Yeah, hockey names are just so. Like Patrick Waugh, or whatever we were talking about before, it's spelled Roy. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. I remember that one whenever we were like... Yeah. How about, how about the number one thing that he always gets him whenever I send him hockey does is Jonathan Taze. Yeah, that's Taze. the one I... Yeah, it's I toes. Like, I hate it. it. But anyway, yeah, it's, uh, McCarr, he's been killing it this year. I know that for a fact. I yeah, know the that. Avalanche have, so obviously he's yeah. going to get that place. Well, yeah, no, but the names are the worst. Mm-hmm. No, they're horrible. 
Yeah, I'm hooked okay. on phonics, though. Well, if yeah. you're uh, ready for some crazy names, I'll go to goalies next. All right, what do you got and for This now? is the best goalie in the league. Vesna Trophy. I think we'll go to Igor Shesterkin on the New York Rangers. <laughs> That's a great name. Igor. A, what's the last name? Shesterkin. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then uh, Andre Vasilevsky on yeah, the Lightning. He yeah. just picks up wins. He's a beast. Dude, he's a finalist every year. Yeah. He, <laughs> like, he's like, so like, as long as the Lightning have that core together, I think he will continue being a finalist. The year he really came into his own was against us in the playoffs like that year. Whenever it's lightning, uh, yeah, in, we're, we're uh, like, yeah, yeah, finals. That was like the year Matt Murray weird, randomly was good, and then so is Vasilevsky. Yeah, they're both backups. I forget who was a starter in Tam- Tampa Bay, but like I think Ben half- Bishop was. Yeah, Ben Bishop was, and he was hurt. So halfway through the year, mm-hmm. Vasilevsky took over. Yeah, I remember because I was like, pissed off because I was like, this team has bad goalies, and then we just couldn't fucking score for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's like bullshit. Yeah, Vasilevsky. He was like, he's like, this guy's not fucking Ben Bishop. He's hurt. He should be easy as fuck. Yeah, exactly. And he's killing like, it. We're on the number two. Like, yeah, then they. Then I got rid of Ben Bishop because I go, this guy's good. And then uh, third goalie in contention, I think, is the Carolina Hurricanes, Frederick Anderson, RIP the Maple Leafs, but they have Jack Campbell now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, Where's he at, Anderson? The Hurricanes. Okay, because I remember the Pens were looking at him for a little bit there in the free agency. Yeah, he's good, and then the Hurricanes are in the running for that top spot in the Metro. Yeah. So he's getting wins for... Making him count. Team. Yeah, get his money is worth. Has some good stats. And then rookie of the year, the Calder Trophy. I have to go with either Detroit Red Wing player that's up for it, Moritz Sider, or Lucas Raymond. Mm-hmm. Lucas Raymond is a winger. He's been killing it on the power play, scoring goals, good for a rookie, leading all rookies in points with like 39. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sider is leading all rookie defensemen in points and is in, like, okay. second in rookie points. And T- Trevor Zegras, who had the alley-oop goal, yeah. was, is also, like, I was gonna, say it's, like, third in the run. I was going to say, what about Zegras? And then what about that Hughes kid on fucking uh, New Jersey? No, yeah, Hughes. Jack Hughes? Yeah, is he a rookie? No, he's, like, well, third year now, I think. They, did they get, they had, I thought, I thought he was Quinn Hughes is a sophomore okay. of Vancouver, I believe. Okay, never mind. I was thinking of the kid from... Third year. I think Jack Hughes got hurt last year, though, so that's probably why. Yeah, because I feel like I didn't really hear of his hear from him until early this year. He's an American guy. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he well, they also got his brother. I appreciate that's what I'm saying. They got his brother. He's like a in the minors, I think. Oh. But they drafted his brother this year. The Devils. I'm 99 percent sure because I remember seeing yeah, that during I the draft. Think, I think there is a third Hughes, but yeah, I think they the Devils got one and they they cut their draft party and they're like freaking out because their brothers on the same team. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll do it. Hold on, I'll look it up. And last uh, award I have uh, mid season is Jack Adams. I think it's Daryl Sutter from the Flames because the Flames are, I in my opinion, are coming out of nowhere this year. Wait, what's this award um, yeah. for? The best coach. Best Luke, coach, okay. Luke Hughes, the youngest brother, uh, got drafted last year by the Devils. Do uh, you know what round? Fourth. Oh, nice. So many Hughes. Yeah, he's on... There's a huge amount of Hughes. Mm-hmm. He, oh, he played in Michigan. That's why you probably don't know. Michigan had a pretty big draft this year. Yeah. A couple of good guys, like Kent Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh... I want to say like Owen Power or something, mm-hmm. but Dave, Dave Millvale Dave would know more. Yeah, <laughs> you'd uh, have to talk to him about the young guns. Yeah, uh, 
Is that all the... Well, oh, the coach of the Flames. Yeah, the coach of the Flames, I just think he'll win Jack Adams because the Flames kind of came out of nowhere this year. Mm-hmm. They had a rough year what last year. about the Rangers? Year. Rangers coach. Because they, they kind of was kind of surprising. That that was kind of a surprise. I mean, you we'll get into this. You kind of called it, but yeah. no one really else did because they're a super young team. They, they didn't know if they are going to turn it on or not. Um, question, the Frozen Four, when's that? That's a good question. I haven't been following too much college hockey. Okay. <laughs> Frozen I've Four? Been, no, no, I, I think it's funny. Like, I was like, Frozen Four, tell me when that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a very novice question. It's like, what the fuck's the Frozen Four? Oh, that, it's the Final Four. But yeah, for hockey. hockey. Okay. Yeah. I'm more of a college football, college basketball guy. Does it take place now in February? Uh, either that or more. It's April. Ah, okay, okay. April. It's in April. Where is it at this year? I don't know. Isn't Pittsburgh a couple years ago? Uh, Boston. It's in, the gar- it's in the garden. Oh. Sick for them, but ugh. I mean, it was in PPG Boston. a few years ago. Like, when, when, was it when we were in college or high school or something like that, maybe? I don't yeah, know. either like late high school or early college. Mm-hmm. So, like, between 2012 and 2016. Mm-hmm. Any, All right. Any other hockey news, though? Yes. Uh, yeah, I just have my pre... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have my pre-season uh, rankings... Uh, we'll start with the Atlantic. This was a no-brainer, I thought. Uh, Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Florida. I have all of them in the top three, and they're all in the top three at the moment. Mm, uh, yeah. That's same with the Central Division right now. I had Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis, and all three of them are in uh, the top three spots. He's got it. Damn. Yeah, damn. yeah he told me less earlier. I was like, damn. And then uh, the Metro, I... I had two locks in this one, and I threw in the aisles for shits and giggles. I well, you put them number one. Yeah, I did. I mean, they had a good postseason last year. Makes sense. I don't remember if these were in any particular order. I think they were. Okay, well, we could check the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> but I had aisles, pens, and rangers in the top three in the metro. I missed out on the hurricanes, and I'm kicking myself for that. Yeah. Sorry, but, no, but that Rangers call was nuts. Yeah, you're kind of do, yeah, you're doing. I great mean, on this list. the bread man, he's the yeah, man. and then Chris Kreider is having a career. Well, season. I mean, they're killing. And then that guy's Zibs, what's his name? Been a job. Yeah, is he good? Yeah, he's pretty good. But Chris yeah. Kreider has been the story of the year for the Rangers. Igor, Igor Sheskert. Yeah. yeah, um, you know how to say it, listeners. Yeah, uh, but they're so young as a team. I thought they were gonna suck. And then the Pacific Division, this is the last thing I have. I have Vegas, Edmonton, and Vancouver. Vancouver's been hot. They started off slumping, hired Bruce Boudreaux, and have won like the majority of their games since the new coaching hire. They're in a push for playoffs, but they're fighting with the Oilers. And then the Flames are at the top of that division. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that was unseen. But I didn't have them in my bottom three either. So yeah, how's your bottom three? Some bottom three. You want me to go through those? Yeah, that's what's the other. If they're right or not. Atlantic. I have Buffalo, Ottawa, and Detroit. Detroit's surprising. I think they're sneaky a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Maybe not this year, but next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bottom trash. But bottom three: the Metro. I have New Jersey, Philly, and Columbus. In no particular order, Columbus is, I think, in the bottom three. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> He's gonna be the big Blue Jackets fan for yeah. those who forget. Uh, bottom three in the Central. I thought this division was the hardest. I'm a homer for the Blackhawks, and uh, I should have put them in my bottom three. But 
I have Arizona, Nashville, who's in a playoff spot right now, and then Winnipeg, who has 50 points, and I could see making the playoffs if they have I thought the Jets were not bad this year. Yeah, they're not in the playoffs right now, but you never know what could happen down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom three of the Pacific, I have the Kraken. Sorry, Crackheads. Oh. Uh, the San Jose Sharks, who are pretty low in the standings. And then the Ducks, who started off hot, but they're slumping as of recent. Damn. I did see the Ducks were doing good at first. I was kind of pulling for them. Mm-hmm. Second favorite team. Because your boy from high school. Gibson. Well, also Johnny Gibson, yeah. But, uh, fucking... It wasn't that... that? Well, I, it was like my, always my go-to uh, NHL team for uh, franchise mode. With like a gets laugh. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Just I love the unis, dude. The unis. It's all you gotta me. watch out for Troy Terry and Trevor Zegers on the Ducks now. Really? Yeah, they're. You get Zegers jersey. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> do it, dude. Do it. Come on. Right. I mean, I have no idea who's on. Do the it. Come I on. Just, I was just like going for a friend of Stouch's set. I got a bet for you, guy. Okay. Oh, are shit. you ready for this? Yeah. If I get nine out of twelve teams in the playoffs right, mm-hmm. you have to buy a Zegers jersey. Nine out of twelve. Yeah, seventy-five percent. Yeah, like he's a, doing so good though. It's like a yeah, C. But... And then <laughs> the... if I get less than nine right, yeah. I'll buy a Crosby. <laughs> no, I hope you said Crosby. I hope you said that. He hates Crosby. <laughs> he hates Crosby. <laughs> and don't really hate him anymore, but like. Um, I, in the past, I've been known to hate on Crosby. Man, I don't know. Nine out of twelve. What about ten out of twelve? Let me check my list. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like you might as well buy a lottery ticket today. You're like killing it with these picks right now. I have eight out of twelve right now. Yeah, like you. Yeah, I, so you I can... just need one more. And Vancouver yeah. has basically no shot. The Isles have like no shot. I feel like this, the odds would be stacked against me heavily at nine and twelve. Right. What if, wait, what if this ten what out of twelve? And what if what if nine? If you get ten, guy loses. If you get eight, you lose. Nine's a push. Nine's yeah. a push. Okay, so like nine and a half. So it's like over under nine. Yeah, and it's like okay. Yeah, if you if he gets ten, then you have to buy a Zegers jersey. If you get eight. Or less, then you have to get Crosby jersey. Sounds and good. if it's if you get not exactly, no one has to get anything. All right, all right, I'm cool with that. Shake it, shake on it. I'm cool with that. You gotta all tell right, me how to spell this guy's name if I have to buy his fucking. Oh, well, at, well, since we cut stop here, I will show you that. I'll show you their fucking his dope ass uh, goal on the uh, All Star Weekend, the uh, like breakaway thing. It's sweet. It's so sweet. Um, all right, do you have anything else? Oh yeah, do, do you want to say you're not twelve? Your playoff teams, your playoff teams. Oh, my playoff teams. Well, you just said you had to get... Oh, I, yeah, there's 16 playoff teams, though. I was thinking, like, the top threes. Uh, oh, that? Oh, the final standings? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, that's fine, then. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Yeah, but I, I haven't prepared any playoff rankings right now yet. It's okay, that's fine. Soon. We can do that whenever we get there. Yeah. But I do want you to pick one the team from the East, one team from the West. Stanley Cup. And then that way, if you get it right, we have tapes to go back and to say you called it. All right. Uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we'll post like the zoom in on the date on Twitter yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. They always do that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give my prediction of the final, and then two teams that I think are dark horses. Is that cool? 
So yeah, one team from East, one team from West, and two dark horse teams after. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. your official prediction right now, lock it in. All right. From the East, we have. Penguins. Nice. <laughs> all right. That's all I wanted to hear. All right. And, and from the West, we have. I'm going to go with the Avalanche from the West. That's, oh. that's literally how I was thinking, too. Yeah. That'd be wild. Avs fans. And then Dark I've, Horses. I've been pulling for the Avs so many years in a row now. There's a three years in a row. I've been saying, dude, the Avs are going to go all the way. My Dark Horses to get there out of the – to make playoffs, I'm going to say. Okay. I'm going to say the Detroit Wed, Red Wings. Wed Wings. The Wed Wings. <laughs> they beat the out Wedrings. the Bruins for the eighth seed. Okay. And then – I think the Winnipeg Jets are the team to watch in the West that are outside looking in right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I like the Jets. I like the Jets. Who'd you take winning Pens versus Avalanche? You're not going to like the answer to that. It's the Avalanche. The Avalanche. <laughs> hey, just get us there. We'll get I it. think it's their year. Yeah, just get us there. That's all that matters. Get us there. Get us there and Crosby will do his thing. Mm-hmm. But right. Thanks for having me on, boys. Yeah, uh, of course. Okay, thank you. I'll come back eventually and We'll see who wins the bet. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell this guy's name, man. This is gonna be, <laughs> That's great. I'm going to have to Google this shit. And I'm going to be like, I don't know where to start Googling this shit. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy. It's actually pretty easy as well. G-E-G-R-A-S. Yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, let's take it over to NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right. NBA. Woohoo! Uh, post trade deadline, mm-hmm. we're back to having our own little segment here with our own little intro. The leader gets rebound past the man, shoots the game, boom, goes the dynamite. You just heard that. Um, next week, if I am not a piece of shit, I will do my midseason predictions and everything like that. Okay. Just a little check in. Yeah. Just a little yeah. check in. See how we're doing. And yeah, check in, see what we're doing. Um, kind of what Matt did. Like, I'll pick the MVP, which, if you want to participate too, you can bring your own list. Yeah, if you name like three or like you usually name some people, right? Some I options. usually, I usually, yeah, I usually give the top three options and pick out of that who's. Yeah, my yeah, that's I'll, well, I'll like who I think too. the finalists will be, and yeah, then I'll just usually, follow suit with that. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, I'll bring three to the table for each. I'll tell you which one I think is going to be, and you can pick one of the three. And if you think it might be someone else, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, let's start off the NBA this week with uh, some injuries. There's only three big injuries. Uh, last night, Anthony Davis went down. Um, my friend said, I thought a- you would have thought AD played soccer because he was freaking the fuck out, making it like he just got shot in the foot. Meanwhile, he just has a sprained ankle and was out for two weeks. Like, they brought the <laughs> yeah, stretcher they were, out. Yeah, they, they were making the a big deal. Out. I thought it was going to be bad when I saw the injury. I thought then. he just shattered his ankle. Yeah. And it was just apparently two weeks, maybe. Maybe two weeks at max. Um, and one of the weeks is going to be All-Star Week because this is the last night of games. It's officially All-Star Weekend. Um, yeah, there's a, they're on TV. They're doing a bunch of... All-Star game stuff. I think there's a game on. I don't know why this is on. Is this not the game? I haven't seen a game yet. It's still NBA on TV. Oh, 8.30? 8.30, that's weird. It's usually 7.30 or 8. Yeah. Eh. All-Star break. They're just doing shit. That's true. (laughs) Well, actually, you know what? They don't have a late game. Oh, so they're making it a little bit later. And it's probably in Milwaukee. It's probably in Milwaukee, which is a time zone over. Oh, okay. So it's probably 7.30... Milwaukee time. Yeah, that's right. So it's fair. 8.30 us because they're central. That makes sense. All right. Um, the other one's Norman Powell's out indefinitely with a fractured bone in his foot. Um, James Harden will be out until the after the All-Star game. He won't make his appearance. Then, I don't know. There's not – Chris Paul last night hurt his hand. So, Chris Paul got ejected after hurting his hand. 
Like, he was literally holding his hands like, what the fuck? And he bumped the ref and he got ejected. What? And, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm, I need to see a clip of that as well. Yeah, I didn't really watch the full clip. So it might have been like mouthing off or something. And yeah. It, but the way I read it was he bumped the official, got ejected. Now he's getting an MRI on his hand. And I saw the clip for a split second. He's holding his hand like in pain. Jesus. Um, But I don't know what's going on with Chris Ball, but he's getting an MRI. I know. Dude, I hate how it's like you just touch a ref on accident even. Like, yeah, it's like, all right, out of here. Um, but that's all the ma- those small injuries I've had so far. A lot of injury people are coming back from injuries and little like day to day type stuff, but nothing crazy. Um, I think we dropped uh, RJ Barrett's out to after the break, but that's like it's because a little tiny injury. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Nick's, oh, we'll, Nick's suck. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, uh, we'll get to that in the deep three. Trust oh, me, it's, it's been pain. <laughs> um, but let's take it over to headlines first. On the top, Jared Allen is going to be replacing James Harden in the All Star game for, and it will be on Team LeBron. All right, I like that. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, the NBA next one. The NBA re- reinstates Tyreek Evans after a three-year ban to te- uh, due to testing positive for an illegal substance. Okay. The thirty-two-year-old is now a free agent. I I don't remember who he played for. The Pelicans. He's really good on the Pelicans. He's a rookie of the year. Terrence Mann. No, Tyreek Evans. Uh, Tyreek Evans. Oh, okay. I He's really good it. for a yeah, couple I think years I there. Then he got in trouble for like I think steroid stuff. Uh, and he just got reinstated, so he'll be back. He's a free agent. He's only 32. Yeah, but I feel like it's, I don't know, it's tough to come back to playing professional sports after three years off. But basketball, you probably, he's probably playing. Like, I mean, he could definitely come off the bench and be, you know, have a couple of games. I mean, we've been seeing so many people doing it the past few weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a few months because of COVID. If you're an, uh, an ex-NBA player, you're playing in pickup leagues with other guys who used to play in, like, professional. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's probably still in shape and still fine. Yeah. I think NBA is the easiest to come back to. Football, you have to get used to the, uh, the the hitting. Mm-hmm. Hockey, same. But basketball, it's like, even when guys retire, they still play pickup with, like, ex-guys mm-hmm. and other guys. So, I think he'll be fine. Um, to back-to-back Adam Silver headlines. First, Adam Silver says there's a lot of players and teams that might are showing interest in the in-season tournament. That's pretty cool. Sounds like somebody trying to sell the in-season tournament, exactly what they'd say. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of... Like, love, getting a lot of love. calls about this thing. A lot of people are <laughs> loving it. up steam. A lot of people are <laughs> loving it. But the other one is he's coming out publicly and saying now New York City he's, should change their vax mandate so Kyrie can play. Wow. So he's backing Kyrie. Wow. In a, in, a, in a long way around. Like, he's not saying, I'm, I'm standing with like Kyrie with this. Yeah, yeah. He's saying that New York City should revisit their... Vax mandate that are not allowing players to play at home. Mm-hmm. Not saying Kyrie, he's like players to play at who, home. Who is the only player? He's in the this only situation. player in New York City <laughs> yeah. who can't play for the Knicks or the Nets because of it. So uh, he's basically pushing for <laughs> New York City to like let Kyrie play essentially. Yeah, or Adam Silver owes Kyrie money. Yeah, that's probably also. <laughs> if I'm paying this guy, at least we're gonna get some ratings out of him. <laughs> um, Tristan Thompson, who was traded to the Pacers, immediately got waived by the Pacers. I think he may have played one game. Um, and now he signed with the Bulls. Jeez. Dad depth, but it's not Tristan Thompson cannot stay faithful. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. On and off the court. On and off the court. Get off. off the court. On and off the court. He's kind of, he, he's not reliable in the relationship. Um, don't worry. This is not trivia. LeBron James passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar career points in the regular season and postseason combined. LeBron, Kareem, and Carmelo are the only players that have 40,000 plus points in both the regular season and the playoffs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I saw my dad about it on the during the Super Bowl because that's when like LeBron, like the, the night before when he passed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, he just thought that's insane. 
It is insane. And, and breaking any of Kareem, Kareem's records is pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Kareem, I think his regular season record is like 39,000. It's like not unbroken. Yeah, because his longevity in the league was just nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> LeBron right now is at 44,000 combined. Good. And he's, obviously, I think he's number three on the list mm-hmm. all time. So he's going to catch Carmel in soon, probably. Okay. Um, now this one is trivia. <laughs> uh, DeMar DeRozan broke a long-standing NBA record Wednesday night, recording his seventh straight 35-plus point game while also shooting over 50%. Yes, he's been great. Yeah. <laughs> he's been great fantasy-wise. The trivia is which NBA legend held this record before. Okay. And my hint is legend because I'm saying this is way before 2000. It's like 2004 to 2000. It's not like a new Kobe. It's not going to be like LeBron. Mm-hmm. I'll even say it's not Michael. It's not even so the it's 90s. 35 points. It's, 80, it's from 1990, lower he played. Okay. 35 points in seven straight games while also shooting over 50% in those seven games. Mm-hmm. Um, What team do you play for? I'm not going to give you that hint until you get two strikes. Okay, okay. Because I just gave you the hint that it's good, I think, before 1990. Uh, Is it someone I know? Yes. Okay. It's not going to be like... Wilt Chamberlain. Yes. It's Wilt. It's Wilt? It's Wilt. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had to spell it out for you, but... <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, like, hey, I'm proud of myself on yeah, that one. First not guess. knowing basketball, I would have guessed Larry Legend. That's guess. not a bad one, either. See, I, yeah. I only narrowed... I could have narrowed it down to the 70s for Wilt. Mm-hmm. Or Wilt 70s, 60s, that's when he played. Yeah. But I wanted to leave the 80s in there so you'd guess the Kareem... Yeah, or Larry yeah. or something like that. But yeah, Will. If you got down the two, I was gonna say, all right, pick one: Will Chamberlain just, or Bill Russell. I was, so I was gonna put it down to that after you had got. So there. my logic was essentially he was just like obnoxiously tall, and the man had hundred points in a game. Yeah, he like, made, yeah, he got hundred points. In he one scored game, at Will, and like he just keeps fucking putting him down, like because yeah. he's so tall, nobody can really defend him. Mm-hmm. So he just. Keep scoring, and I could see him doing that for seven games. In a yeah, row. no, he he's a beast. Yeah. He's a beast with that shit, and he also banged a shit ton of checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Demar Derozan, good for him. No, yeah, that's insane. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, Kevin Durant tweeted at him saying something like along the lines of like the game's in good hands with you, Demar, or something like that. That was weird. Aren't they like five years apart or something like that? I think they're probably the same age. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the first one. <laughs> Yeah, Demar Derozan is like drafted after him. Thirty-two. So Demar's thirty-two. Kevin Durant is thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this so is, he was insulting a... him. He was essentially like, "Hey, the game's in good hands." He was insulting. He, he just called him little brother. Okay, never mind. I I I, I lied. I okay. Lied. Okay. Okay. He said he said thank you for setting a great example and playing with great supreme skill. Tomorrow is at tomorrow. All right. What is he like? The president of basketball? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just freaking out for his, his bud. Dude. It's, so weird, it's a weird way of phrasing it. Thank you for being a good example. I mean, it, I feel like what would have been more suited is like, I don't know, DeMar DeRozan in all caps and then like some emojis about like, wow, holy that's fuck. LeBron. Speaking <laughs> of LeBron, I don't know if you have this for football. Do you see what he said about the fucking parade? No, what do you say about the parade? I, I, I'm a LeBron guy through and through, but part of my takes big anti, but I agree with him this one. He like tried to say, dude, we should have a, a joint parade with it, the Rams, Dodgers, and Lakers. <laughs> the city of champions and like a bunch of rings and like trophies emojis. And what, all their like three fans? Yeah, but like 
It's like LeBron is just literally trying to make the Rams championship about himself. Because yeah, yeah, it was a COVID year, so they didn't really get a parade. Yeah. So instead of saying, let's have a parade for us, there he's trying to hijack the Rams parade to make it Lakers fans too. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was a wild tweet. Um, all right, the last thing I have for headlines um, is more of a buy or sell, but not like a deep three. I don't want to put this in a deep three. Buy or sell, Ben Simmons says the Nets are going to be scary when everyone's out there together. It'll take some time, but yeah, I buy it. I buy it too. I, the more and more I'm thinking about this trade, the more and more I think the Nets won. Yeah, six just got fleeced. Yeah, it's not even fleeced because like Harden's the guy that Joel will be playing well, really well with. I think those guys will be good together. But in the long run, you got the Nets have got three solid players mm-hmm. and yeah. two first round picks <clears throat> for one guy. As long as they can keep up their defensive capabilities, it should be all right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But all right. Well, let's take it over to the players of the week. Can you guess who won from the East? DeMar DeRozan. Yes, sir. The Bulls went 3-1. and one. He had 36.8 points, 5.5 rebounds, and he shot 59.8% from the field. Then from the West, we have Luka Doncic. They went 2-1 and one last week. Uh, he had 43 points per game, 10.3 rebounds, and Jeez. 8.3 assists. That was oh, a monster week for Luka. Yeah. Monster week for Luca. Um, all right, so here we say deep three. Uh, off the top, since we we're talking about James Harden, the Sixers, let's stick with that. James Harden told the 76ers that he's going to opt in to the 76ers next season, uh, but he did not file the paperwork in time. <laughs> so now he has to wait until the offseason, right before free agency, to yeah. opt back into the 76ers <laughs> like he promised and he would. He was probably testing um, out the strip clubs in Philly, dude. Well, okay. So he says first, he said he always wanted to go to Philly. Um, and he said that, that was Philly was his number one destination leaving Houston, but they said, can't do anything. Let's send you, we're going to send you to Nets instead. Um, but I'm thinking what you're saying, kind of. What if he just like said, yeah, I'm going to opt in. Fuck yeah, I'm all in. That didn't, that didn't do it on purpose because like, what if it just doesn't work out? Yeah. He, that I, way he doesn't have to ask for another trade. He doesn't trade want to be known leave. as the guy who just He keeps asking he, for trades. Yeah. yeah but, but that's like a tinfoil hat on. Do you think there's any part of him that did that intentionally for that reason? Or do you think this is a total accident? There's a world where in, like, you just got traded. You have a little time to do this real quick. You just kind of forgot because you're trying to use the new team and all that stuff. I think it was an accident, but it's a big accident. <laughs> it's kind of I, like so many people have to fuck up for that. Well, actually, no, actually, no. It's I'm him with as you. a I'm new agent. You. I'm with you. So maybe, like, maybe it's, a, like, tin, it's a tin foil. Because this is the agent's job too to like remind the player, the client, hey, you got to do this shit. You don't have to remind him. You just literally have to go through the piece of paper and say, yeah. shot, put your sign, say, yeah. right here. And I'm sure he forged his name before. Well, yeah. So, like, he could definitely just go in there and do that. Mm-hmm. But, but somehow he missed it. They both missed it. Yeah, so, yeah. And I'm, I'm with Tinfoil Hat Crew. See, it's, I, I think, honestly, I guarantee most people, 99% of people listening right now who, like, mm-hmm. know the NBA, probably, like, dude, he just forgot. I don't but know, man. But <laughs> Tinfoil Hat and me, with the guy who's bouncing around, mm-hmm. I think he did it intentionally. Yeah, because, like, I mean, like I'm saying, like, the agent wouldn't fuck that up unless the client wanted him to not do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, and you know he, he's reminding him. He's like, hey, you got to opt in. That'd be a shitty agent. And they just got it. They literally mm-hmm. just hired him. Yeah. Like, imagine that's what you just got hired. That's the first thing to have. You do. You forget. Yeah. Like, you're getting fired. But he's not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and plus, he, he never had an agent, but he always had a manager. 
The manager would know too. There's three yeah, there's people so, there. Yeah, there's there's so many people and on the team and yeah. and, more, and people from the team who mm-hmm. are like, yo, you got to sign this. Mm-hmm. We're reminding him nonstop. But he definitely. Did. I I think tenfold had. I think he didn't do it on purpose because he wants to see how this rest of the season goes before he opts in. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next. We kind of mentioned it last week. Uh, the Spurs bought out Goran Dragic's contract officially. Okay. Um, he got traded from the Raptors to the Spurs, uh, which means Goran Dragic is officially a free agent. I have not seen that he got signed by anyone. I'm going to double-check one more time. I mean, it's going to be the Lakers, right? Well, I'm, that's what I'm looking at. Hold on. Hold on. I mean... Hold on. <laughs> you always try to jump ahead. I know. Um. Okay. Yes. So he's still a free agent. There's a couple teams interested in him, and those teams are... The Lakers, and what you're trying to dump the gun on. The Bucks, the Nets, the Warriors, the Mavericks. And then I saw somewhere that they might try to come back to the Heat. If you're Goran Dragic, this is the deep three question. Mm-hmm. If you're Goran Dragic, which team's most appealing? And then if you're not Goran Dragic, which team do you think is most likely? So, most appealing if I'm Goran Dragic, probably the Bucks. Okay. Probably the Bucks, But it comes down to, like, you know, if he's about the cold weather and whatnot. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been in Miami his whole career. And then he went to where? Yeah, no, he, was, he started somewhere else. He, was, he came for us from Phoenix. Ah, uh, okay. Well, he was somewhere else before Phoenix. It's the warm weather. Maybe he's a warm weather guy. Yeah. But they want the if, he's cool, if he's cool with the cold weather up there, then, yeah, I could see him going to Milwaukee. Um, so Phoenix. Most likely. Phoenix to Houston, back to Phoenix to Miami to Toronto. I mean, what would Miami even give up? Free agent. Um, he's a free agent. He's at the sign him. Right now, yeah, he just yeah. I guess, I guess Miami's the most likely. No, so I don't think so. I don't, you think, don't think so. Him. I don't think we're gonna go for him. Um, I say. So you think Box is where he should go, but mm-hmm. Miami's most likely. Yeah, I think the Lakers are most likely, but I think he shouldn't go to the Lakers. He should go to the Nets because Ben Simmons. Is yeah. I think it looks like the Nets aren't going to be using Ben Simmons as a point guard. They're going to use him more as a power forward in the lineup. Okay. So you have Patty Mills as your starter whenever Kyrie's on him. Like I think Drogic can get more meaningful minutes in the Nets out of all the the teams we just mentioned. Maybe the Mavericks be with Luca. Yeah, and I, I just don't know. I mean, do you think the Nets will do enough to like do and significant be, stuff this year? I think so. And, think and more of a next year thing. The Nets? No, I think if if Kyrie can get back full time, they're fine. That's true. And if Kyrie plays, they're a championship-level team. And another reason that I think Goran Dragic should go to the Nets is because that's the way he can get a ring. Yeah. I think out of all the teams listed, that's the most likely chance to get a ring. I think the Lakers are going to try so hard, though. The Lakers are probably going to toss him out. He he fits the mold, too. He's an old player. Yeah. (laughs) Warriors would be nice for the ring purpose, but you're not going to – they don't need Goran Dragic. Yeah, they don't need him at all. Really? Yeah. Mm. I think the Mavericks are probably going to not push for him that hard. Yeah, because I feel like, yeah, they're not going to win a title, and I feel like he's not going to want to go there either. I think the top three teams are actually going to push for the Lakers, Bucks, and Nets. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, all right. Then we have one more deep three, then I'm at power rankings. The last deep three. Knicks vice president, William Wesley, is blaming the Knicks' struggle on oh, Tom God. Thibodeau. Oh, God. Stephen A. Smith also on ESPN Countdown, I think it was last night, <clears throat> Was calling for Tibbs' job. I just want to know your reaction as a Knicks fan. 
Do you think Tibbs is actually the issue and they should restart <coughs> as with the new head coach? Um, do you think it's not his fault and whose fault is it? What do you think? The Knicks kind of a dumpster fire right now. You oh, yeah, they're hot, gar- they're hot garbage. Yeah, so I just want to see like, what do you think needs to happen here. I mean, it's it's between Randall and Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Which, Cause, like, Stephen A. Smith said they also need to trade Julius Randall. But like, you're not going to get much for Julius Randall, I feel. One <laughs> good year. But like, I feel like we got to figure out, is there like beef between them two now? Like, is that what's going on? And maybe he's just like not caring enough. Because like that was the whole thing before was he didn't really give a shit, and then Tom Thibodeau like pushed him and like got him to give a shit, and they did well last year. So I, I don't know. I I feel like you got to have that kind of conversation with both of them to figure out. I mean, you got to go with who'd rather keep. I mean, I'd rather keep Randall. Yeah. But I I don't think Thibodeau's bad yet. I don't know if we have to call for his job yet. Because, I mean, he took, like, a pretty bad team to the playoffs as a, four, as a five seed. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's that's pretty reputable. And considering the coaching history we had in New York, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, what better are you going to get? They're going to go out and they're going to get some fucking Jason Kidd motherfucker, you know? like, mm-hmm. And it's just going to be like, what are we doing? Like, don't get some player... That like you know don't don't get some guy that just came out of the league, trying to coach like you know, first first head coaching job after like assistant coach or something like that. Yeah, I think if you get someone, you gotta get someone. Like, you gotta get somebody experienced, like good, like reputable. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think there's I think Tibbs is probably the more likely one to get get leave first because mm-hmm. there's also a story. I don't I think it's supposed to be a deep three one of the last few weeks, and I just canned it last second. Um. He didn't want Cam Reddish. Yeah. Which, yeah. So that shows you that the front office and him are not on the same page. Yeah, but is that his fault? And he's not playing Cam Reddish. Yeah, he's, and, they, and they traded that's for where him. It's bad and he's now. not playing him, and mm-hmm. they're not winning. So why don't you just play him? Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. I, I think I think there's a disconnect between the front office and Tibbs. I mean, I feel Which, like if that's the case. Front like office the front, can just fire Tibbs. Yeah, I feel like the front office definitely like went behind his back. Be- like, they probably asked him, they are like, do you want us to go for Cam Reddish? Because we're struggling right now, we can use some pieces. We need a wing. Yeah, we need a wing. So let's go Let's go in on Cam Reddish. And Thibodeau's probably like, I don't like Cam Reddish. Like, I don't want him. And they were like, okay, we we're going to do it anyways. And then he was like pissed off. And that's where Tibbs fucked up, is just not playing him. I think if you have him, you might yeah. as well try him out. Oh, if, yeah. You, you're stuck with him, might as well use mm-hmm. him. Not just fucking sit there and do nothing. Yeah. Because it looks bad for press if you don't play him either. Yeah. Matt, you're a Knicks fan. What do you think? Uh, I think Tim should play Obi Toppin more. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's going to win the dunk contest for sure. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Mike drop. Yeah. What are your predictions? Actually, we'll go around the room. Predictions for uh, the All-Star game. Who's going to win? Team LeBron? Team uh, Team KD. LeBron? Probably. Yeah. Team LeBron, okay. obviously. Then dunk contest? Toppin. Toppin. Top and I'm gonna talk to have a little boring. <laughs> it's an earthquake. Uh, three point contest. Who's in there again? Carl Anthony Towns. I'm pulling for Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Um, I'm Trey Young. Uh, It'll probably be Trey Young. Zach Levine. Um, if I was betting, I'd put Trey Young, but I'm rooting for Cat all day. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Cat, dude. That'd be wild. I'd say Trey Young. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. Let's see here. I like him as a player. I don't like him as a player, but... 
Yeah. He, he did the Knicks dirty last yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it was justified because the Knicks fans just are fucking assholes. All right, three-point contest is Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, Luke, Zach Levine, CJ McCollum, Patty Mills, Carlton C.J. McCollum, Freddie V, and Trey Young. CJ McCollum's not bad either. Yeah, I think it might be. That's Levine sleeper. never won, I don't think. And Levine is trying to do the um, – I think he said last year he's going to keep joining the three-point contest until he wins. Because he wants to be where have be a dunk contest champ and a three point champ. <laughs> so I think I think Levine might win. I'm like go I'm pulling for Carlton Towns, but I think Levine might win. Be wild. All right. Um all right, it's power rankings. I actually didn't write them down this week, but I know I have the graphics. I'm just pulling up the graphic. One so one second here. Um But shout out to your friend who uh, said I had BS power rankings last week. You know, it was exactly the same as ESPN because I finally put the Celtics in and he like, liked the tweet this <laughs> the other day. Um, all right, talking to power rankings. Once again, it's pretty much the same because we're at this part in the season where everyone's kind of, you know where they are and they're not moving. Yeah. Um, number one, the Suns, obviously. Yeah. Number two, Warriors, obviously. Number three, Grizzlies, obviously. Number four, Heat, obviously. Those were have not moved. The, the standings are same. Like They're literally just no, nothing happening. Yeah, they probably I put the Bulls back above the Bucks. And a number so Bulls number five, Bucks number six. Okay. That was like that for two weeks ago, then last week I switched them, but now I'm back on the Bulls ahead of the Bucks. Oh Bulls. Um 76ers have been staying at the seventh spot. I think they can climb more if uh, when Harden comes back and they do some more, they might be able to move up in the standings. But right now I think seven's fine for them. Uh which is that'd be the fourth team in the East. I I think I like that. Um number eight, the Cavs. Jared Allen, All Star, uh, they're killing it. I like like what they're doing with uh, Garland. I like what they're doing with Levert since being there. Levert's actually not been doing that bad. And then um, obviously with Kevin Love, like, they found his role off the bench and it works perfectly for them. Um, number nine, the Jazz. Yeah, the Jazz are still the Jazz. There's kind of like the top teams, but number nine saw it. Then number ten, I finally put the Celtics in. Um, the Celtics have been on a tear lately. They're yeah, still lower because of the struggles earlier in the season. I think they deserve to be up in the top 10 spot right now. Mm-hmm. They just beat the 76ers by 48 the other night. Yeah. Like, like they're on a tear right now. I don't know if it's going to translate to the playoffs, but I, they're on a tear right now. So. All right. I throw them in the top 10. But, all right, let's take it over to uh, football with our Super Bowl recap. Yeah. A top five, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's do it. All right, let's get into the NFL. Super Bowl 56 recap. Yes, I'd, I'd like to say, first of all, before you say congratulations to your hands, I would like to say I'm sorry to Matt Stalter because he's a big Bengals guy. He's pulling uh, for the Bengals. Yeah. And it sucks that loss. I'm sorry. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, but yeah, congratulations. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. That's true. Yeah. Nah, he likes the Bengals, but there you go. Bengals is his family's favorite team. But anyways, congratulations to the Rams for winning the Super Bowl. It was a pretty good Super Bowl, actually. Like, it was, it was pretty close the entire time. Uh, there were some moments where you're like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. I, there were moments where I was like, dude, the Bengals are actually going to win this fucking game. Mm-hmm. Like, when they were coming back, they scored like uh, 10 points in the third. I was like, this might be the Bengals game right now. I was very nervous. Uh-huh, uh-huh. As, as a man who had money on the Rams. Sorry, part of my God. Ugh. Shout out to everyone who's yawned listening to this. Um, I had money on the Rams. I mm-hmm. wanted the Rams. I didn't want the Bengals. It was my birthday. I did not want the Bengals. And I was yeah. really tight. 
So Joe Burrow ended up with uh, 263 yards on the game with a touchdown. Joe Mixon had a touchdown pass as well, mm-hmm. six yards. Uh, also ran for 72 yards, pretty good for him. T. Higgins was the answer, though, along with Jamar Chase, obviously. But T. Higgins got two touchdowns and 100 yards. Asterix. Hardest asterisk. Yeah, dude, that face mask. That, that was like a 60-yard touchdown yeah. where he literally <laughs> grabbed fair. Jalen Ramsey's yeah. face mask, threw him to the ground, and took it. So the 100 yards, asterisks in the yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, one touchdown. Yeah, dude, and Bengals fans, like, no offense, of- no offense, but complaining about the refs <laughs> in the game, it's just like, yo, like, you had that play handed to you on a silver platter, and yeah. if you would have won, it would have been a tight score, and that would have been the whole story. I think about, you know what I mean? I think about tweeting back a few Bengals fans by stealing and arguing. Yeah, that's true. I think about tweeting back, like, fine, you can take that touchdown from the Rams away, but we'll take away that touchdown so the Rams still win. Yeah. The exactly. same Rams are still win. Exactly. If like, they're taking away that touchdown, you take away the first touchdown. Was it a little bit like lackadaisical in the refing in the like the last drive there? Yeah, but in my opinion, that's probably makeup from the mm-hmm. atrocity of that face. Yeah, it, was, it really wasn't even that big of yeah. makeup. It was like they, yeah, they, it was they were like holding. They call that shit sometimes. It, the guys who, especially in that Bengal secondary, that fucking sucks. Eli they, Apple. Yeah, they get exposed oh. <laughs> so much during the game, like Eli Apple and stuff like that, that they, they, they get caught holding and stuff like that on defense because they don't want to give up the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Have you seen the uh, tw- get all the tweets coming to Eli Apple after that Super Bowl? Yeah. Because he was, like, talking mad shit to, like, Tyreek Hill and all these other fucking receivers that they, he's been beating in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then he just got burned all the time. Oh, wait, he got destroyed. And he's just here, not hearing the end of it on Twitter. It's hilarious. Another sorry to Matt as an Ohio State fan as well. Yeah. Hey, Von Bell's pretty good. Though. He sucked too. <laughs> but, like, he's better than Eli Apple. Yeah, but they both sucked on, on mm. Sunday. Yeah. And lost you all this money because you bet all the Bengals stuff. Hey, I'm one money on Cooper Cup first touchdown. So, a couple questions. Oh, shit. OBJ did, and I have one money on that. That's all I know. Damn. I lost that one too. <laughs> a couple questions from that though so do you think the Bengals make it we'll start with the Bengals but do you think the Bengals can make it back here I think eventually but not I don't see I mean I think the Bills are way better than them I think the Chiefs mm. are way better than them I think they got not lucky they played the Chiefs well so, no, they did. yeah they, they, they deserved they, where they that got was to. a quality win against the Chiefs yeah I just don't know if they can do do get that quality of a win every single time for the next yeah, few years add some pieces. let alone if, I think the Bills are better than the Chiefs. It's just the Chiefs but, but beat the Bills. Mm-hmm. So I think if, it was, if that was Bengals-Bills in the AFC Championship, Bills are, winning. No, Bills are winning that mm-hmm. and probably the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, I I think the Bengals have potential to be back many, many times. Mm-hmm. It's just tough. It's just tough. For yeah, them. the AFC is going to be tough, man. Way easier than that. Like, NFC is... The Rams <laughs> might win the next three NFC Championships in a row. Yeah, yeah. it depends the how NFC the NFC sucks. shakes out. Yeah. yeah. Um, then over to the Rams... Uh, MVP of the game, Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. So he killed it on the day. See, so he had uh, what was two it? touchdowns. Like yeah, he had 92 hours, yards, 92. two touchdowns. OBJ had a score of 50 yards. He ended up tearing his ACL in the game, which sucked. Um, so two two things real quick. Yeah. I was this close to doing Cooper Cup MVP, Super Bowl MVP. I picked yeah. Stafford. Just, I was like, dude, they win Stafford. has something to do with it. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the two interceptions, I'd say Stafford probably could have. Yeah. But um, Which you can get to probably in a second. I just want to finish mm-hmm. my thing about OBJ. I picked him for first touchdown score. I won the shit like fifty bucks on that, and then yeah, I was gonna say I thought you picked OBJ on that. Yeah, I did. And I, he scored. I was like, I think Ryan bet that. I but bet him. It was one of those things I don't want to text you because I wasn't sure. So I bet him. Uh, I bet OBJ first touchdown score mm-hmm. by itself won fifty bucks with that. 
did a parlay for OBJ's to score, mixing the score, which he didn't because they threw that pass. Mm-hmm. But the other one was uh, OBJ to have over 65 yards. Wow. And he tore his ACL, yeah. so he couldn't. And then I had a different one, which would have hit if he didn't get hurt. Uh, Stafford have three passing touchdowns, which mm-hmm. he did. And then OBJ to have 75 yards. Damn. And that one was a big one, too. I put like 20 bucks on that one, and it was plus like 500. It's kind of so fucked up that injuries money. don't cause a push. It does if it's right away. Uh, okay. And that, okay. that was like late. That was like, like what? Instantaneous injury kind, kind of thing. If it's like the first drive or if it, okay. it was like the last second, like, uh, never mind, they're not playing anymore or before the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, he played into the second quarter. So they, Yeah, they, they count it. That yeah. sucks. But, uh, and then, yeah, like you were saying, Matt Stafford, he had three touchdowns, 283 yards, and two interceptions, which definitely affected his MVP mm-hmm. uh, race there. But the Rams, surprisingly, just couldn't run the ball. And it was it was the ins- fact that they won off of two turnovers and not being able to run the ball worth a damn at all. It was insane how they couldn't. They just kept running the ball. Yeah, they, they it wasn't working. They just kept trying. <laughs> yeah. They anytime they passed the ball, it was like a twenty plus yard pass, mm-hmm. and it was great. Their offense was moving. Anytime they tried to run the ball, their offense got stopped. But somehow, <laughs> include in well into the fourth quarter, they kept mm-hmm. trying to run the ball. The Bengals, the only good thing about the Bengals' defense is their front seven. Mm-hmm. The only thing they could good at is stopping runs. Yeah. The only thing they're really bad at is fucking passing. And one's working, one's not. Why the fuck are you running? The yeah, it was crazy, man. I, I couldn't. Like, I thought solely because the way that third quarter was going, the Bengals were trying to get on and the Rams couldn't run the ball. I was like, I think they're going to lose this game because they kept fucking up. But, hey, true and behold, they figured it out. They ended up winning the game. Um, anything else for the Super Bowl itself, though? Uh... I don't know. I, I thought I thought it was a really good game, actually. Mm-hmm. Now let's get over to the ads. The second reason yeah. everybody comes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, dude, favorite ads. So I have. Uh, I see you have a big list. I do. I do. I was just gonna say the ones I fucked with. All right, I, I give you my top three, mm-hmm. and then you give your top three. Okay. Okay. I, I my top three. My number one is Sopranos. Yeah, I that figured. was great. My number two is McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Then my number three was I don't know. Uh, I I want to say Michelob because of Jimmy Buckets, but <laughs> I think I'm going. To, I think I'm strangely going to QR code. That was like wild because I was. I like, loved it. It was one of those things that probably got a lot of people too. It's like, wait, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I scanned it. I scanned it. <laughs> I didn't scan it. I was too lazy. But I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like well, I thought my I was, parents were. I thought it was like I had a screensaver set or something. Yeah. And then the second thing. Which, thank God they did it. But they finally hit the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was like, at that point, you're like, okay, when's this going to hit the corner? Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the robot dog. Ball. That was all right. Yeah. It was nice. Um, I think my favorites, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Bud Light Hard Soda and Guy Fieri. That's one of mine. Flavor Town has some yeah, new flavors. Flavor. That was I, funny. I saw the fucking, his like, uh, henchman or whatever roll out, yeah. and they had the fucking blonde hair and the flame jacket. I was like, this is going to be insane. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. Um, another one I really liked was uh, the Hellman's and Gerard Mayo. That I'm not funny. a big Gerard Mayo guy, but like, that's just like a combination that was long overdue. I'm surprised it wasn't already a thing. Yeah, like, he should have been your sponsor ever since he entered the NFL. Uh-huh. Um,. No, I did like the Sopranos one. Seeing fucking Meadow still killing it, that was great. And and it was a good reference to people who actually watched the Sopranos because they were at the diner. Yeah. They yeah. ended up going to the diner. What if the commercial just 
cut to black real quick. That would have like, been funny. That would have been funny. That would have been good. Like, because, like, it, like, mid talking about the product, too. You know what I mean? That would, like, that they should have so did that. They should have. You're right. That would have been funny. Um, the other one, I, I'm kind of torn on this one, but I'm going to go with the E Trade baby BB. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Like, dude, when they fucking rolled up and saw the little kid chopping wood, I was like, what the fuck? And then they were like, the world needs you. And I was like, the fucking E Trade baby, dude. Yeah. I love that fucking commercial. I also love when they got the helicopters, like the pilots. Like, <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. Um, Audible mentions I had, though. Wait, real quick. Can I say one more honorable mention? I don't see in your list because I'll probably forget about it when we start talking about the other commercials. Okay. Um, the Electric Avenue with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. And Selma Hayek. I like that one. Yeah, Zeus. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Um, Dr. Evil for General Motors. That was was a good one. Yeah, Scotty. Um, I think Slept On Zendaya's, like, uh, Sally Seashell's one. Yeah. Just because, like, I was listening to the dialogue. I was like, this has got to be, like, the worst and hardest thing to do for an announcer. I guess I didn't really listen (laughs) to it. I I really didn't pay attention much to that commercial. Um... Cool. Lays in Paul Lays for Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen. Oh, that's funny. That was a good one too. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, the Pringles stuck in the hand. Yeah, yeah dude, that was like that's the most relatable thing ever. I was like, that's a genius way to talk about Pringles. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorites. I um, like that a lot. Anything else for the Super Bowl itself, though? Uh, With the ads. No, oh, I didn't really talk about the one I picked was fucking. Uh, McDonald's I thought it was great mm-hmm. because obviously you have my boy Kanye West at the end can I get a also, the whole thing was funny very relatable very relatable it's mm-hmm. like can I get a uh, passing around um, then one sneaky thing that came out after the Super Bowl that's like totally off the wall and random Grimace is in that commercial thinking and that is voiced by Ryan Reynolds <laughs> who else <laughs> let, literally Ryan Reynolds like was credited <clears throat> for Grimace where he was later went can I get a that's it um, but let's take it over. I just had a couple things on the parade. Um, first off, Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford was absolutely hammered. <laughs> it was awesome. And then Tom Brady like tweeted him like to mix in some waters. Um, and then that chick fell, which was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, she, it seems like she's all right though. She just like hurt her spine. Yeah. Well, um, I, people are get, saying shit to Matt Stafford cause he didn't do anything when she fell. <sighs> I wouldn't have. Like, when you're blacked out drunk and you see that, he literally turned and he's whispered something to his wife, and his wife ran over. Yeah, I guarantee he's like, "You gotta take this one." Yeah, like, like, honey, I'm fucked up. If I try to go help her, I'll probably fall <laughs> off the stage too. And then Aaron Donald was interviewing like during the parade, and he said he essentially said that they could run it back. Do you think they can run it back? I hope so. I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough, but like. The NFC is wide open, as we we're saying. But like their division's also very tough, and they got to play each other twice a year, likely mm-hmm. one of them a third time. I think it depends on. Well, it depends on who they could they they bring in mm-hmm. because they're going to have Stafford next year. They're going to have Jalen Ramsey. They're going to have Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. They're going to have Cooper Cup. They're going to have Robert Woods back. They're going to have Cam Akers back. They're going to yeah. have. They're going to lose some line like Whitworth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if they can just maintain over in free agency and not not lose that many key play, players i think they can yeah that's fair um because you're good because you're yes the division is tough but you're losing the bucks as a contender without tom brady and the packers always choke the packers always choke and aaron Rodgers might not even be there yeah um yeah. russell's probably gonna be gone too even though Russ, the seahawks probably won't do much yeah but that makes your division even a little bit easier mm. i think the nc's wide open i really hope so for aaron donald's sake because i love aaron donald it's one of the reasons I was cheering for the Rams because I love Aaron Donald. He's a great guy. Dude, I'm still pulling for the Falcons. 
The Falcons are winning that division. <laughs> like, they're sneaky like, going that division. I, I, but like they can be like a high seed sneaky. But they're not gonna be good. Nah, they won't. I they're gonna make. Yeah. A, I guarantee. I'll put it right now. They will make the playoffs. It's just they're yes. not gonna be. They're gonna get first round like destroyed. I mean, it's I think they be could, I think they'd teams. be better than like any of the NFC East teams. Uh, uh, maybe Cowboys. Cowboys. I think Cowboys, and I think the Eagles. Like do the better, Cowboys so. choke too. So like, I mean, but the Eagles can beat the Falcons. Probably. It's just, it's gonna be wild. I can't wait for next year already. I know. Um. It's also, sad. kind of circling back to like, I kind of feel like Aaron Donald should have got MVP. He he killed it. Like the last two plays was all him. He literally pulled back Perrine on the third and one run to make it fourth and one, and then he got the pressure on Burrow to get the incomplete pass mm-hmm. to turn over on downs. And he had a couple sacks before that. And, yeah, um, like I mean, Cooper Cup did amazing, but like. They never get the defense. That's why. Yeah, should have been. But like, I feel like he literally won you the game because, uh-huh. like, as everybody kind of sees after the fact, Jamar Chase was wide open on that fourth and one play. If it was over and over, they would. Every touchdown and be game over, and it'd be like the wildest thing ever because the Bengals win with like what was left, like under a minute. Or like there were like forty eight seconds. I think. Yeah, like, like it would have been insane. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing about the. Uh, Aaron Donald, I, I just remember too. Mm-hmm. He he was kind of like not. He's kind of getting like taken care of like early on in the game. Yeah, there's that one play where he hit Joe Burrow out of bounds. Not he was in out of bounds and he hit him. He knocked him out of bounds like a clean hit. <laughs> and uh, some of the Bengals linemen start going after Donald. And they got a little like a little dust up. Ever since then, Aaron Donald went off. So you yeah, know that that's what happened. You know he was like kind <clears> of like. Kind of nervous, kind of like trying to get into it, but he couldn't. And then the second someone got in his face and got all, him all wound up, he literally he got sacked like that next drive. Like he went, he started going off after that. So I'd like to thank those linemen for that championship. <laughs> and honestly, at the end of the day, I mean, if you look at like the aftermath of the Super Bowl win in LA, mm-hmm. nothing was going on. Nothing. It was so calm and content. But if Cincinnati won, we might not have a Cincinnati today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. They're, it might have burnt you, to the You ground. love the Bengals, too. You're mad. No, I mean, like... Look, I, bet, I bet Matt was over here. If well, I had you, to pick another AFC your... North team, that would be the fucking Bengals right you guys now. Were, you guys were wearing your Bengals jerseys together on Sunday, weren't you? Dude, dude I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I, I fuck with Joe Burrow and I fuck with Jamar Chase. That's it. But if you, have the, you can't like the Bengals. I mean, like, I'm obviously like going Steelers every other day. Like, every day. It's just like when they're not... The Steelers aren't in the playoffs and the Bengals... Like, if the Bengals already won, I wouldn't be on their... Uh, on the uh, bandwagon for them. You're on the bandwagon. No, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, if they already won one, I wouldn't be supporting Joe Burrow right now to win more. I, I, I But, like, it. for him to win one, I'm fine with. No. Because I think he's a player that deserves a ring. Those fans aren't fans that deserve a ring, though. That's why I don't like the Bengals. Those That's fair. Are, those fans are That's fucking fair. lame Ohioans. No, yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to hang, handle Bengal fans or that. Yeah, it's awful. But uh, the aftermath of the Super Bowl. So, obviously, whenever a team wins or teams make the Super Bowl, a lot of contracts and stuff are adjusted. So, the Bengals ended up signing Coach Zach Taylor to an extension through 2026. Mm-hmm. I mean, smart. Yeah. He, he runs the Super Bowl after, what, year two or three? Yes. Yeah, three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, year two. I think, yeah, the last year. Two, first year. yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you say, too, McVay is the youngest coach to win? Really? Super Bowl, mm-hmm. yeah. Now a lot of GMs are probably going to hire younger coaches now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're already. I actually thought about they're on the league. Everyone's young. Yeah, mm-hmm. you assume so many young coaches. 
Then quarterback Joe Burrow ended up suffering a sprained MCL in the Super Bowl. He won't need offseason surgery, though, so he should be good to go for next year. Yeah, there's that one point where I thought that uh, yeah, for, uh, Brandon Allen was going to come in. Yeah, well, I mean, when he was hurt, I was like, oh, no. Like, yeah. This could he's be clutching it. his knee. As <laughs> yeah. He was looking at, like, in pain. Like, yeah. But, and then, as I was saying earlier, OBJ did suffer a torn ACL in the Super Bowl win. There's no updates yet as to, like, you know, return window, but. Might be tough to return like at the beginning of next season. I don't know. With the Rams training staff, they got Cam. They pumped Cam Akers full of something <laughs> yeah. to make him bounce back from a torn Achilles, which is notably way it's worse than an ACL. ACL issue smell. Yeah, literally. Get it out of here. And then did you see uh, Van Jefferson left the Super Bowl celebration to be with his wife who went into labor like during the game? That, I, was, I actually meant to make a note of that and I mm-hmm. forgot. Yeah, yeah, no, that was sick. Yeah, that'd be, it'd be really tough to leave that celebration, but like. That's awesome, though, that, like, it kind of waited enough time so you could play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, it, like she went into labor during the game, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nuts. Like, I remember seeing a video of him, like, there's, like, they had, like, he a camera with him. He was interviewing, and he was like, I gotta leave. My I gotta leave. I, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a camera followed him. He's, like, running out of the locker room. like, see you guys, see you guys. <laughs> He's, like, booking it out with his suit and his bag. And then, like, later that night, he put a picture with him holding the baby. Mm-hmm. Dude, that, what a day. That'd yeah. be a sick day. Yeah, I think that's like, you can't beat that. Because you're going to still get the celebrations today at the parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's like you're missing out on, like, the locker room celebrations, which sucks, but, like, to have a kid, that's sick. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then, what do I got next? Then, did you see all the shit with, like, Kyler Murray? Uh, Yeah, I mentioned last week. Uh, okay, gotcha. Them deleting off the Instagram and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mentioned last week. Um... But apparently he released a statement afterwards. Okay, I didn't see this. Good. So he said, all the nonsense is not what I'm about. Yeah. So I don't know what it means. I think he's going to be staying or what. I think part of my takes made it out to be like that. I don't know if it's from him or someone else. That he just hates how people are like blaming him Mm -hmm. for the Cardinals on a lack of success. This comes with the position. I know. But. I think I honestly think it's Cliff Berry. Oh yeah, wait, Cliff's. I think so too. Yeah, Kings Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. I, I say Cling, Cliff Berry. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. I think it's on him. I think he's on a good coach. No, I agree with you. I think his uh, time. I think I think he actually probably should have been fired at the end of the season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because like, I mean, this team is just too good and too stacked right now. They're going to be having problems keeping everybody in a few years, and if they just keep wasting it away with Kingsbury, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I saw. I'm looking ahead too. I don't see it. Another one I saw today is JJ Watts thinking about leaving again, like retiring. Leaving no, or? like getting out of the fuck out of the Cardinals. Oh shit! <laughs> like, All right, he's been there for a year. Where the fuck? Steelers, uh, Steelers, Packers. <laughs> no, I'm even kidding. The- I, I read. I read multiple things on Twitter today about Dude, it. What if like what an off season it would be if we got like Aaron Rodgers and JJ Watt? That'd be nice. <laughs> That our team back in the day would be sick. Imagine team back in the Dude, day. He's got to want to. He's got to pick the Steelers, right? Well, yeah. So, between that and the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, well, he'd be. would be a trade, I think. Right? No, he'd be free agent. Yeah, he only signed a one year deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but yeah, he. I saw multiple things saying that JJ Watt might not come back to Arizona, and then the two destinations that are most likely would be either the Steelers to play with his brothers mm-hmm. or the Packers because he's that's the team he grew for growing up because he's from they were all from Wisconsin. Steelers better hold. So on. it's like a hometown team or the team with his brothers. You gotta pick the brothers. You gotta go with you family. Gotta, yeah. You gotta go family. We just gotta hold on to Derek Watt. Whatever it takes. Yeah, imagine if we get JJ and we have to cut Derek because <laughs> of it. Um, and then apparently the Buccaneers are leaving the door open 
for a potential Brady return. They could also explore obtaining Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. <laughs> so people are still I, I don't know how like we're still talking about Deshaun Watson like being an option. Well, I think he actually think he is more of an option now than he was before. True. I it's yeah. just like I don't think so, anything it's so wild from where we came he's from. He's not getting though. he's not getting criminally charged. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he, he like he's gonna get suspended. Off, Whenever yeah. he comes back, he's gonna get suspended for a few games. Mm-hmm. Whatever it goes. Oh, bye bye, Joel. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, I if it wasn't for the rape thing, mm-hmm. I'd love to have Deshaun Watson, but we can't go from one quarterback with a yeah, rapist reputation to another. Nah, yeah, we can't do that. We can't. We literally can't. Whatever. We should make a good agreement with Deshaun, where whatever team gets traded, we get their quarterback. Mm-hmm. So hey, we're gonna send them some of the send them to Green Bay. We'll take Rodgers. <laughs> Um, and then apparently free agent, uh, running back Adrian Peterson was arrested for domestic violence. Uh, damn. He's got a history. He's got a yeah, history. Yeah, and he beat the shit out of his kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, with a fucking stick. A switch. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, did you mention last week how, uh, the Saints are not going to be trading Mark, Michael mm-hmm. Thomas? Mm-hmm. So apparently, uh... Emmanuel Sanders on the Bills is hinting at retirement. So, hear me out on this trade idea, but what if the Bills trade Mitch Trubisky and a first to the Saints for Michael Thomas? That wouldn't be a bad move. That wouldn't be a bad move for either team. Yeah. I mean, having Mitch is definitely like a viable option. Yeah, and I heard today, too. Also, another thing I heard today is the Saints might not keep Jameis, and Jameis might be on the table for the Steelers again. Wow. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know if I want Jameis at this point, though. Do. We've we've seen what what you can do oh, still, and it's kind of more on. of the same. Hold on, I'll show you I'd hope for the best, but like I'm gonna show you something. Okay, okay. Before you roll James out, I think that trade would. Re- I think your trade would re- work a lot. Before you roll James <clears> out, look at this man. This is look at look at him. <laughs> look at that footwork. Look at him. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> How do you see that? Not one of the Steelers quarterback. Is he in like a college campus? Like, is he in a library right now? It looks like a PT, a physical therapy office. Oh, uh, okay. Probably okay. Because he has a torn ACL. Okay. Dude, I thought for a second that was like a fucking library at a dorm. If you're just listening, <laughs> you can just look up this. You can look this up on part of my takes Instagram. <laughs> He's literally just like you know James Winston just does his weird yeah yeah hit things on his like warm ups. He's he just running around kill and... it on like Dancing with the Stars after his career's oh over. Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, the W Eaton. <laughs> Um, and then we were watching the NFL Awards last week, but just to like rehash what took place, uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year was Andrew Whitworth, MVP was Aaron Rodgers, Offensive Player of the Year was Cooper Cup, Coach of the Year was Mike Variable, Defensive Player of the Year, our boy TJ Watt, TJ, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Michael Parsons, and Offensive Rookie of the Year, Jamar Chase. Oh. All of them pretty expected. Speaking of TJ Watt, real quick, mm-hmm. dude, I didn't, I didn't see it till today, but he wished me a happy birthday, dude. Hey, it's TJ Watt here to wish you a happy birthday from all of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thank you for being a part of Steel Nation and happy birthday. <laughs> what? No, I mean, it's not actually for me. He's like personalized. Uh, it's, it's probably, I mean, it's just like I, my email's on the Steelers list because of uh, tickets I, I've gotten. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And so it's just like they said they knew it was my birthday, so they sent me the video. It's like, hey, man, it's TJ Watt. Happy birthday. That's, that's, that's. But so they just said they You could definitely lie and say, like, this like it was a cameo thing sent to you or something. Yeah, no. Right? Well, I'm, I, 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 I think I was telling one group message Matt's and I saved it because I'm just gonna send it to people on their birthday. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna send it to like everyone on their birthday. Yeah. 
Hopefully they don't sue you or something. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm redistributing the TJ Watt video. Yeah. And then uh, I, the last thing I did for NFL, though, guys, way too early 2022 power rankings. Oh, okay. Based on current rosters, obviously there's going to be some crazy shit that happens in the offseason. But this is the top 10 teams I have right now if we started the season up again. Number one, I have the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, they turned it on at the end of the year. I think they're the most dominant team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have the Rams, Super Bowl champions. Um, they definitely had some inconsistencies last year, but can they stay like top dogs? Because they were kind of middle of the road last year. Mm-hmm. Number three, I have the Bills. Um, pretty, I mean, the AFC, it's, it's going to be a lot of AFC. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then uh, number four, I have the Packers. Assuming Rodgers stays. Uh, yeah, assuming. They're going to be a top dog. There's nobody really else. They'd be a the bottom NFC. dog if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, number five, I have the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're they're going to be leading the uh, AFC North, probably. Um, considering the Steelers don't have anybody right now. I, I There's one I, I've seen on their list, but I think they're another team. Two, two spots now are going to be better than next year. There is There is way yeah. too hard this year to... Number six, I have the Cardinals. Again, based off the current roster, if some crazy shit happens with Kyler Murray, they wouldn't really be on this list. Yeah, I agree. Then number seven, I have the Ravens. The Ravens, I think I think they will be higher whenever mm-hmm. it comes season time because they didn't they weren't good this year, but they admit Lamar missed a lot of games. Mm-hmm. They lost every running back on the roster they had. Um Humphrey went down, Peters went down, like yeah. their two best secondary guys. Like I think Obviously, I hate the Ravens. I don't want to gas them up, but they're yeah. a really good team. They were just so hurt this year. No, I agree. That's why I put them in the list, but I, I didn't I, I didn't see the justification of, put, of putting them higher than the Bengals mm-hmm. after the season they had and the postseason they had. Um, number eight, I have the 49ers. I, I like that. So, I mean, they have an amazing defense, good running game system. Jimmy G's currently the quarterback. I think they're only going to upgrade there in the mm-hmm. next season. Um, number nine, I have the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, let's assume Derrick Henry will play at least half the season. Mm-hmm. Um, should be a great team. Tannehill's all right in those situations. Then number ten, I have the Cowboys. They'll be a good team, but I don't think they're going to stack up against the better teams. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think the Cowboys you can put a lock in for winning their division again next year. The only team I would have probably replaced the Cowboys with is the Colts because of how they I, I was torn on that one. Yeah, yeah their I defense was, played very well. Their line was really good. Them. Jonathan yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz. I mean, they might try to get a new quarterback or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I agree with you. Uh, yeah. Okay, I do my my Ryan's way too early weenies. <laughs> yeah. Top of my head. Yeah, yeah. We, we got the the Mahomes family. Yeah, they're they're a weenie lock. Um, Jackson and Brittany. Did you see what happened recently with Brittany and Patrick? Weren't they at a basketball game? Yeah, and like they're like on the jumbotron or on TV. Yeah, and like there was like they they were actively like fighting each other. <laughs> They're like going back and forth, and like he said something to her. Then she turned and went to the friends, like, meh, 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 meh. and he then he's like, oh, he cuts it off with her, dude. Yeah, he rolls his eyes and looks at her. Oh, yeah. it's so funny. Um, but I think either Jackson or Brittany will be a weenie a lock for one of the top three weenies at the end of the year. Mm-mm. I think Baker Mayfield will just because I hate him, so I'll find every excuse in the book to make him look bad. I think this is Baker's like last chance year. Last chance, yeah. Um, and then. And there's no more AB right now, so I can't say Is him. there? I mean, he's not <laughs> in the league. Every time he's saying, he comes back. There's no AB right now, so I don't think like I can say that. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a Steeler-related one finish top three. Maybe Matt Cannon, since we're giving him another chance. Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, we're not firing him. Oh, I, 
You know what? But, but, I don't but hate it, actually. I would, I would say, I like to say this. I think the Steelers hired as a wide receiver coach Matt Cannon's wide receiver coach from like one of the last teams uh, he's on. Okay. They're, they're bringing okay. in more personnel that would work with Matt Canada. I mean, they're keeping him. They're working on everyone around him. As long as he learns to run the ball more, mm-hmm. then I'm fine with it. And not like stupid. Because like maybe they, they run maybe it, it was Ben. Maybe huh? it was like Ben's my guy. Like I'm gonna give him a chance. Well, I think that's what they're, they're they're trying. But now we'll have a new dude that we can just be like, hey, this is the system. We're running the ball. Exactly. I think that's why they're giving him more chance too. Mm-hmm. Like let let the, let him get a qu- quarterback that might work with the system. Mm-hmm. But okay. in case it doesn't work, I'll say the third one's Matt Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. But all right, let's take it over to uh, a little surprise top five. Whoa. In honor of the Super Bowl week, we oh. have our top five Super Bowls and our top five Super Bowl appetizers. Malcolm scored that. So, do you want to go first? Or... Oh, flip a coin, draft it. Do you have a coin? Do you just bring a coin now? <laughs> I never have coins. It's more. I just don't carry like, Matt. pocket change. Here, Matt, you're going to flip go, it? you got to flip it. You're going to flip it and guy you call it in the air. Alright. What was the coin toss in the Super Bowl? So uh, heads. Okay. We got Apostle Islands as tails. Alright. Or George Washington as heads. Okay. Call it in the air. Tails. Tails never fails. Yes. You notice how you flipped it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the worst takes you ever had in your life. What? Dude, I still buy it. Uh, you said I flip coins weird because my my arm moves when I, I flip, flip coins it. Weird. That's the and only... then then every single time we have someone in here when we flip a coin, they we have the them do way. it and they do it the same way I do it. Yeah, the guy goes like this, and he I, loses I... it in the air. Like his arm doesn't move and he never he can never find. It. No, you just flick it with your yeah, thumb. no, you just flick it with your thumb. Every single person we have to do it did, did it like you did. It. All right, like how I did it and he called me weird. All right, you get the first. What do you want? First pick on the. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> well, slide tangent. You remember the coin toss in the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. They had that like Billie Jean uh, King. Yeah, Billie Jean King come in, and she like didn't know where she was, like <laughs> supposed to stand. She was like moving behind the ref and shit, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then the ref had to like pull her to the middle of the circle. Yeah, and I just thought funny. that was hilarious. Watching that, yeah. Live. yeah, I forgot Billie Jean King did. She's a legend, mm-hmm. legend in the game. The song Philadelphia Freedom. But all right, um, I'm gonna take first on Super Bowls. Or which one we're we doing first? Top five Super Bowls. Okay, you want the first overall? Pick. Yeah, yeah, first right. overall pick on Super. Bowls. All right, that's fine. Um, and I'm gonna take the Super Bowl. I also like to preface for people listening. But I think both our lists are gonna be more recent Super Bowls and older Super Bowls because we're because we're biased and we've witnessed these Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, I stuck with like Super Bowls that I've actually watched myself. I have one old one. On okay. My list. Okay. But I'm going to go with Super Bowl 51, the Patriots' comeback win on the Falcons. Yeah, I had that on my list. That was my number three. Um, that I mean, I hate the outcome because I was pulling for the Falcons that game. But removed from the situation, that is one of the greatest Super Bowls ever. One of the best comebacks ever, 28-3. Just insane, man. That, that's like, the most. Everybody, including myself, counted out the Patriots. Literally, the Falcons just needed to score a, one more time. That was it. The whole second half, <laughs> they, got, they shut out, essentially. Oh, man. That's insane. Um, no, that's a crazy one. I agree. Let's take it back to back here. My number one is going to be Steelers Cardinals. Okay. That's um, uh, I, I think that was the best Super Bowl I witnessed, obviously, because it's the Steelers. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, the, for the, was it, 100th? Anniversary? What just happened? Is a hundred or hundred fifty? Hundred fifty? Hundred is a hundred. Is a hundred. I think year. so. Yeah. Yeah. For that, they did a bunch of like top 
10 plays or top lane voted by everyone. Mm-hmm. And the Santana Holmes catch at the end to win the game that was, was on almost every single person's <laughs> list. I think that made like the top number one for the Super Bowl moments. Mm-hmm. Um, let alone, you have a commercial, Super Bowl commercial that we forgot about. Uh, the Kevin Hart, James Harrison. Oh, yeah. Well, James Harris is a 107-yard interception. Yeah, he's like They're talking yeah. about in the commercial, like, he's playing him for that moment. That's true. That was another amazing Super Bowl moment. Like, <laughs> James Harrison just laying the end zone dead because he's ran 170 yards yeah. to end the half. Uh, and Bruce Springsteen, that was great, too. But, yeah, uh, I, that's my number one. My number two pick, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the helmet catch. Super Bowl 42, the Giants first pass. The Pats came in 18-0, and 19-0, whatever it was. They're looking for a perfect season. And Eli Manning said, no. Nah. <laughs> David Tyree said, no. Nah. Plexico Burris said, no. Nah. Michael Strahan said, no. Nah. It was great. It was it was great just because the Pat, I hate the Pats. That's Obviously, I hated them then. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just a great, a crazy ending for an improbable win team to end like the perfect run. Yeah. Like that. That was like if you if you ate the Pats, this is a definitely. It, it was very number, David but. and Goliath, and it was yeah. crazy when David won. Yeah, that's great. Um, my number two, I'm gonna go with the Saints beating the Colts in Super Bowl 44. Right. Um, that was the year, the first year back that they they were back in their actual stadium after the flood of uh, Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. So it was yeah. There's that like uh, emotional aspect to it, mm-hmm. but the fucking fake kick. To start the second half, that was just nuts, and like yeah. I was pulling for Peyton Manning in that, but like it was hard not to root for the Saints in that Super Bowl. I I, I was I'm a big Peyton Manning guy, so I was rooting for Peyton Manning in that, mm-hmm. but I ended up like not hating the outcome. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, and that's so that's my number two. My number three, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Super Bowl Forty Nine, the Malcolm Butler interception. Oh, thank God, okay. Because I was so. I hate having all the Patriots ones on here, but it was just a lot of the most recent ones. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was really looking like at first, like, the Seahawks were going to get the crazy catch. Do you remember that catch by Jermaine K- uh, Curse? Yeah. Where it, he, like, bobbled it and pulled it in. And I was watching my buddy, who's a Pats fan, and he was like, dude, it's fucking David Tyree all over again. <laughs> he was like, this is some bullshit. And I was like, I can't believe the Seahawks are going to pull this off. And then the fucking morons are on the goal line, and they don't run the ball with Marshawn Lynch, and they throw it. And it's an interception by Malcolm Butler. It was just insane. Um, couldn't believe it. Like total high stakes, and like um, it was just good because of that aspect, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna take them number three. Uh, I, I I agree. I just didn't do that because I I I already had you, you obviously took it the Falcons one, but like I already had a pro Pats one on there. I didn't want to take another pro Pats. No, one. yeah, I feel you. Um, but actually sticking with anti Pats one. My number three pick mm-hmm. is when the Eagles, Big Dick Nick, yeah. beat the Pats. It's crazy. Um, I was rooting for the Eagles hard on this, obviously, because the Pats, uh, anti-Pats. But because I was kind of like the Eagles when I was younger, the Donovan McNab- McNabb team. Um, we had a lot of friends from EBJ who were Eagles fans. Mm-hmm. And I hate most Philly sports, but I was cheering, going for the Eagles. And it was just a cool story, too. Like Carson Wentz had an MVP season, went down one of the last weeks of the season, Nick Foles is a backup, kind of on like a second wind of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, back with the Eagles, brought him all the way to the Super Bowl. Um, there are some great games on the way there, but like the Philly special, um, beating like I don't know. I just thought it was really cool, especially because like this Eagles first Super Bowl. Too. What's kind of funny is like after that Super Bowl too, every team tries the Philly special in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like they just try it. Yeah, they yeah. try it. Matt Stafford couldn't catch it. 
But it's yeah. just it's just funny how like that kind of carries on in the future. Absolutely. There's um, literally a, there's literally a statue outside of Lincoln Financial with mm-hmm. them calling the Philly special. Yeah. Is Peterson and what's his face? And Foles. Yeah. yeah. I think um I think also one of my favorite things about that run was Lane Johnson putting on the dog mask when they were underdogs in like mm-hmm. every game after being like the one seed. Yeah. Because Carson Wentz got hurt earlier. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was like a cool thing, like kind of like the Bengals. And, and, and Jason year. Kelsey, like wearing like during this parade when he's wearing that mm-hmm. like that, that that get up that costume. Like, yeah. yeah, I liked it. Um, all right, my fourth pick. I'm gonna go. Actually, this is a last second edition. We talked about a little bit before, but Super Bowl 41 when the Colts beat the Bears. Um, that's Peyton Manning's first Super Bowl. Okay. Um, obviously talking about the Devin Hester return was sweet, mm-hmm. but Super Bowls aside, th- that Super Bowl was my. The the greatest halftime performance of all time with Prince uh, is yeah. raining. Mm-hmm. The whole Super Bowl is in, in Florida is raining. Everyone's like worried about the whole game in general because of it. The Prince came out, played Purple Rain in the rain, did like covers and shit like that. It it was a great halftime performance. It was a great performance by both teams, and obviously my boy Peyton Manning got his first Super Bowl, so I was all for that. All right, all right, all right, fair enough. Um, all right, so what? My number four. Mm-hmm. My number four and five. Then you. This is tough. You know, fuck the Ravens. I'm going to go with Super Bowl 54. Um, What'd you say? Fuck the Ravens. Okay, I was thinking one. about the blackout game. That's my last one. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I was thinking uh, Super Bowl 54 for number, my, my number four pick. The Chiefs coming back on the 49ers in the fourth quarter there. Yeah. That was just insane to watch. Like, I, I everybody counting out the, four, uh, the Chiefs at that point, And then Patrick Mahomes put the team on his back and just won the game. Mm-hmm. Pretty wild. Um, good for them. But, yeah, I'm going to take that number four. I like that. And then my number five. Now, I understand I'm going to make this graphic, and I'm going to get a lot of hate on this pick. So it's I'm going to put in there, like, biased. Okay. <laughs> but Super Bowl 40. Yeah. The Steelers beating the Seahawks. I know it was a horribly officiated game, and there's a big controversy with that. But it was the first, like, actual football game that I watched. That, like, I got totally into the sport. So mm-hmm. it has that nostalgic appeal with it. Um, and also, like, you know, Jerome Bettis winning in Detroit. That's always sick, too. Oh, and then yeah. The, uh, the bus's last stop yeah. in Detroit. And that the was Rand- always sick. And then the pass to Heinz Ward. Yeah, Randall L. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that thing Willie was Parker awesome had too. a great game. Willie Parker. Yeah. yeah um, I really don't even remember the controversy with it, but I know people always say it. Like, it was just a bunch of bad calls. Yeah, Seahawks fans always say that. And it was two teams that, that like, weren't expected to be there. Mm-hmm. So it was just like kind of dumb. Especially the Steelers. They were like, yeah. the last wild card team. That, that run to the Super Bowl, I think, is better than the Super Bowl itself. Yeah, I agree. Like, like the, like the shoestring tackle gets the Colts. Yeah, I have the DVD too. The DVD that releases after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I, I definitely, because we beat, what, the Ravens first, the first week, mm-hmm. then we played the Colts, the Peyton Manning was the odds on favorite for that Super Bowl, Yeah, and we, we somehow beat them, even though Jerome Best fumbled on the goal line, they missed the kick, blah, blah, blah. and we destroyed the Broncos in Denver. Mm-hmm. That game wasn't even close, it was like a 20-point game. Wild. And then, <laughs> and then we also beat the Seahawks. Um, yeah, I, I love, yeah, I, I love the road to that Super Bowl more than the actual Super Bowl. Um, well, my last one, I just hinted at it. I, I'm going Ravens 49ers. I hate the Ravens. I This was one of those games I didn't want either team to win. Yeah. But years removed from the actual Super Bowl, I thought it was a great game. Mm-hmm. It literally came down to the end. Yeah. Like, Cap, like the defense, the Ravens defense had to hold Kaepernick, who was on a tear that season. Oh, yeah, dude. That's when Kaepernick was prime. 
Uh, remember Jacoby uh, Jones had that kick return, and mm-hmm. he also he had a punt return too. I think. Yeah, yeah. He had two returns. First time Obviously, you're talking about the blackout, mm-hmm. which is like weird, no crazy thing. As a Beyonce halftime show, mm-hmm. like I, I, I hate the Ravens. I hate how they won, but I thought that I like unbiasedly that Super Bowl was a really good Super Bowl. Yeah, I was um, also thinking about putting this Super Bowl on the list because I kind of like this one. Yeah, it, it, I, I didn't want to do. I didn't want to do recency bias. Me either, but I think this was better but, than the last couple. Not the 49ers one, but like one, but like yeah, it was better um, than the Rams losing to the Patriots easily. It was better than last year, the Bucks Chiefs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go out and say that about that Ravens. Uh, you remember Kaepernick, Kaepernick in the Packers game before the Super Bowl? He put up like a buck eighty rushing. Mm-hmm. Those it. Are crazy, he, he crazy was stats. Yeah, yeah, that's when Kaepernick was prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Right. Yeah, great list. I like that. Go through real quick, okay? Yeah, so my number one, uh, Super Bowl Fifty One, the Patriots comeback win. Uh, my number two, Super Bowl Forty Four, the Saints beating the Colts. My number three, uh, Super Bowl Forty Nine with the Malcolm Butler interception. My number four, Super Bowl Fifty Four, the Chiefs comeback on the Forty ers and my last one, uh, the Steelers win over the Seahawks in Super Bowl Forty. Mm-hmm. Um, when, on the graphic, you said to put asterisks like I'm gonna put like biased. <laughs> Bias towards newer Super Bowls. Because mm-hmm. people are going to be like, pies and be like, what about Bart Starr? Yeah. Like, shut the fuck <laughs> nah, up, dude. I wouldn't say Bart Starr. I know, I'm just saying, though. Like, he, like, there's going to be people like, saying from like, the 70s and 80s. Yeah, like, yeah. I watch those live, so I can't say the better Super Bowls. Yeah, like, I'm and, picking and, ones and, I've watched. And I don't really get like the irk to watch like older games like that. Old tapes, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, mine, or number one, Super Bowl 43, Steelers versus Cardinals. Number two, Super Bowl 42, which is Giants versus Pats, the helmet catch. Number 352, which is the Eagles beating the Patriots. Number four, the 41, which is the Colts versus the Bears. And number five, 47, the Ravens versus the Niners. All right. All right. Um, all right. So I'm going to send now. Let's go over to the other top five. Top five Super Bowl appetizers. Okay. Um, I have eight here, so hopefully we have some difference. So your friends roll over, you know, and they bring the cauliflower and you just yeah. kick them out, right? Yeah. Like um, anything vegetable related? Or I don't know. Nah. I don't know. My emergency one's going to be like celery. But. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Matt, pick one or two. Uh, I thought you just wanted to take it since I got Super Bowl. Two. No, no, I am taking one, but I, I'm my one and two are tied oh, to me. So okay, I, okay, he's okay. going to decide my tie. He said two. He said two? All right, then I'm going wings. All right, that's a good one. Um, I think wings are great, even when they're not Super Bowl related. But when wings at the Super Bowl is great, we had wings at this year. My dad made a bunch of wings in the morning, half garlic parm, half buffalo. Like I like it. Um, yeah, wings. Wings are great year round. They're like my favorite food, but mm-hmm. and especially during football, and especially during the biggest game of the season. All right, all right. So my number one's wings. My number one, buff chick dip. That was that was my other one that he had to pick between. It's yeah, buff chick dip and wings. Like like it is the yeah. supreme dip. Um, it's the best. It's the best. Yeah, it's and when it's made great, it's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. It goes a long way. Um, um, yeah, no, like I said, that was my other one. I was debating between. I really couldn't pick because I love them both equally. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with the wings, but buffalo chicken dip was going to be the other one. See, now I'm a little bit See, they were number one. one. That's why you picked one. I would pick buffalo chicken dip. But my number two. Oh, would you have gone wings? Two or three? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay, probably. Then, then, that's, then I'm not regretting my decision. Um, Number two, I'm going to go with... Uh, Pigs in blanket. Fuck, that's my next one. Dude, there's something about it. the Pillsbury dough and the fucking little hot dog yeah. in there. The warmth. Sometimes you get you, you get a little like frivolous and you throw some cheese in there. Mm-hmm. A little like some condiments even. 
make it even better. Um, those are just fan. I, I you, you pile the plate with those. I, I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them. You can dip them from ketchup. You only have to dip them because the roll has flavored art by itself. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right, uh, I'm gonna do some changes here. All right, my number two. Okay. It's going to be pierogies. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm a Pittsburgh guy. Pierogies are always great, but yeah. always just throwing pierogies in the, uh, as an advertiser is great. And honestly, whenever I, I was looking at work today, whenever I'd make the top five a little bit, mm-hmm. I picked the five. He had a Super Bowl takeout menu and I looked at the appetizers and the thing and he asked all pierogies. I was like, oh my God. I might have been hungry at the time. I was like, dude, I really want pierogies right now. <laughs> but, but pierogies are always great. I, I love pierogies. Are, the pierogies are weird. They're one of those foods that I don't know why when I was younger I just didn't eat them at all. Then mm-hmm. when I first had one, I was like, holy shit, what have I been missing my entire life? It became like one of my favorite like, like foods. Black ever. and gold blood started to like pump through your veins. Yeah, my 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 accent started coming out ever since I started eating pierogies too. So it makes sense. But yeah, no. Uh I think it's because the pierogies, like I don't like onions, so all over onion. I don't like jalapeno. I didn't like jalapeno. Oh, the onions there. are the best part, man. I know, but like I, I, I just would like a good old fashioned Mrs. T's regular potato peat pierogi. Mm. Um, all right, my number three. I have three good ones here. No, four, four good ones here to choose from. But I'm gonna go uh, pizza rolls. Okay, there's something you can just toast those pizza rolls. You can just pop in, take it'll be really or quick. Or pizza, I'll just give you pizza too. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I, I think pizza is an appetizer. That's why I didn't take yeah, pizza. I, I pizza saw rolls it. is an appetizer. Pizza is an entree. Yeah, I saw it a couple of times online, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll put it down. But yeah, I'm not going to count pizza. As, I wouldn't have counted it as pizza an appetizer. Rolls, yeah. Pizza rolls is an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Or like a, like something like a bagel bite. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind Sounds of roping like it all like mini pizza things. Full bread thing. Yeah. yeah but, um, but pizza rolls, I'm just going with that more generic one. Um, they're good at all occasions. You, if you pop a, a dish, a tray, or a bowl of pizza rolls in front of anyone, someone will like grab one. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a big pizza roll guy. So all right, that's my number three. Um, my number three, I'm gonna go with jalapeno poppers. All right. So there's this one I really like uh, that fucking Matt's girl Jordan did, mm-hmm. and take like a cut out jalapeno, all yeah. it out jalapeno, jalapeno. And put some cream cheese in there, and then a bacon strip on top, and you just throw it in the oven like that. Oh. So it's like it's like a, yeah, it's like a, it's so good though. Like, like a like, I'll, I'll just <laughs> dude, I'll just fucking <laughs> I'll pop like five of them. I'll be like, wow, that was just heaven. Dude, um, that sounds so good. But I'm gonna go with that for my number three, and then number four. This is tough. I'm gonna go with potato skins. All right. So you get like a little, you know, shell out of baked potato or something, and then you put in like the bacon, cheese, sour cream fixings, and all that. Um, so I'll take I take potato skins number four. Yeah, that's my next one. Okay, good. Uh, I love potato skins. Yeah, I have a potato skin connoisseur. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you exactly where the best potato skins in the world is if you want to go and try them. TGI Fridays? No. No, they're garbage. <laughs> they're good for frozen ones you can get from. Yeah, that, that's where I know them from. Yeah. Um, no, down, it's called Hinchies. It's down in South Carolina. Oh. In Hilton Head, it's, it's a it's it's a Chicago bar. Mm-hmm. I I've had I, every time I see potato skins on a menu somewhere, I try them because I try to see like is this one better than Hinchies? There's only one that went up that uh, competed with it. It's up near Seven Springs. It's called it's called a new name now. It used to be called Laurel Highlands ta- uh, Tavern or something like that. All right. um, those are the only ones who competed with them. But no, um, I love potato skins. All right, my number four and five. Number four, I'm gonna go loaded nachos. Yeah. Um, 
I I wait. I was trying to hold off on that because they. I don't like how hard nachos are to eat. Yeah, because they're so messy. Mm-hmm. It's tough to like share at a restaurant. For, I was thinking for a Super Bowl party, that that's way better to have for a Super Bowl party than like at a restaurant. Yes. At a restaurant, you can't be all messy. Yeah. At a party in front of friends or family, yeah, you can get a little messy. You ever see the videos of like people putting the foil across like a whole table? Yeah, and having like and then nachos. Just nachos, pouring them all and, over like, the counter. Meat and yeah, cheese like and I'd love to try that jalapenos. one day. It seems like it'd be sick. Yeah, no, I, I love little nachos. It's just so hard to eat, but whenever. You, Whenever you're amongst like friends and family, you can get a little messy with it and be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the number five is I don't know if it's a popular dish at all or not, but uh, Chelsea makes it and I like it a lot. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't think I'd like it, but she makes it all the time. It's called taco dip. Yeah, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Taco yeah, it's like layered, good. right? Yeah, but like hers really isn't. It's like some kind of like mixture. I forget what it is, mm-hmm. and then it's like a bunch of cheese, tomatoes, like. Uh, use scoops, use okay. scoops to get it, and it tastes like a taco. That's sick. That's sick. Yeah, uh, yeah. She makes it, and it's really good. That's like her go-to bring to a party dish, mm-hmm. and I like it a lot. That's smart. And it's also nice because she she doesn't listen to podcasts, but she'll probably see the graphic, and I'll get some. Bonus <laughs> ones. Do you put Chelsea's taco dip? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear it that way. Jesus. Yeah. All right. My number five sliders. Yeah, let's think about sliders. I mean, insert uh, meatball sliders, like Italian sliders, chicken parm. Even shake. like the little fucking uh, cheeseburgers. Like ham and cheese yeah, sliders. Or like hoagies, like Italian sliders. Throw them all in there. Like, <laughs> whatever it is. They're sick. They're great. Pour some garlic spread on top. <clears throat> put them in the oven. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you should put you should put uh, sliders on your parentheses, any type. And for my pizza rolls, I'll put pizza rolls, any, mm. any variation of pizza. Yeah. All right. Any uh, honorable mentions? No. I had a couple. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had um, two. Good. Uh, chips and guac. Yeah. Guacamole. Chips and any kind of dip, salsa, queso. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. And then sandwich rings. Sandwich rings are huge. Mm-hmm. I like those a but lot. But I, I um, preferred sliders to sand, sandwich rings. Um, I, I was going to put Swedish meatballs, but I, Ooh, I don't yeah. really think of it as a Super Bowl-like yeah, uh, appetizer. Yeah. I think more of a holiday appetizer. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to like, Christmas with your family and they will put out some food beforehand and i was also thinking about actually now i'm thinking i do have honorable mentions i was thinking um uh charcuterie board oh yeah with the meats and cheeses mm-hmm. and stuff like that if i'm at a party and i see a charcuterie board i'm hand picking out the pepperoni the entire time yeah it's like my number one pick that like food i think but... yeah i'd love to make a little sandwich oh yeah the cracker cheese like a little yeah watchable. yeah a little watchable yeah that's, that's my move on the charcuterie board um all right, so my number one, buff chick dip. Number two, pigs in blanket. Number three, jalapeno popper. Number four, potato skins. And number five, sliders. That's a good list. That's a good list. Look at mine. I kind of like mine too. Number one, wings. Mm-hmm. Number two, pierogies. Number three, pizza rolls and or any pizza variation. Number four, loaded nachos. Yeah. Number five, Chelsea's taco dip. <laughs> <laughs> what what if I just stole that from you? <laughs> like, That'd be kind of funny, actually. <laughs> That's on your list. Like, guy liked my taco dip. Like, I don't remember. Dude, guy had my shame. taco dip. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. But, all right, let's take it That'd over. That'd be fun if that's, like, your number one pick. We, like, change the graphic, make it your number one. All right. Let's take it over to Pop Culture. Then. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right, and let's go into some pop culture. Leading off for movies. A lot to unpack here with the Super Bowl trailers. A lot of trailers. Yeah. Do you want to just start with the big one? I think what we should do, I don't know what you do because we probably split up right between TV and movies. Yeah. Should we just do all of them? 
We could, yeah. And then go then just then just go to TVs. Just have trailers at its own thing, and then yeah. do the rest of okay. do all the trailers. Yeah. yeah. Movie and TV, then do just movie news and TV news. All right, all right, all right. All right. Do we start with the big Kahuna though? Yeah. All right, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. It was insane. Is this movie is gonna be nuts? It's I don't, I feel like I'm gonna leave the theater just like with my jaw wide open. Yeah. Like, I just like wow, dude! I left my bathroom after watching the trailer on my phone <laughs> with my jaw dropped. I can't even imagine what's gonna be after I leave the theater, dude. So the big thing, obviously, Professor X, Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart. It just the the, the whole. I think you said it before, and so I don't want to take it if it's what you said. Yeah, but like No Way Home, it's just tip of the iceberg. What you said, yeah, that opened up the idea of like any. I guarantee we, being I guarantee we can see fucking like I, I but goes with my theory mm-hmm. what I said before that Chris Evans has two roles. Yeah. One's gonna be the Fantastic Four Human Torch. Yeah. Then because that's that's a whole different universe of Marvel superheroes. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be in it as a human torch, but it's Chris Evans. Oh, man. And then he's also probably gonna be Cap. Dude, um, it's wow. I think uh, like I the did, Illuminati, which in the comics the Illuminati's made up of Reed Richards, Patrick St- or Professor <laughs> yeah. X. Um Iron Man, uh-huh. as, well, as well as Doctor Strange, and, and a couple of other. I think uh, Black Bolt from the uh, Inhumans. Yeah, there's there's another, and there's another one that I can't recall off the top of my head. But all like the smartest characters throughout the multiverse. Mm. Um, so they've been teasing the Illuminati in the MCU since Iron Man Two, by the way. Really, there was a um, thing on whenever. Remember the beginning whenever Tony's in. In front of like Congress or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's showing how hammer tech shit like explodes and kills people and yeah. shit. On his phone, there was a file marked Illuminati. Oh, and so people are they're teasing way back then that there's like some kind of Illuminati. Wow, wow, yeah, dude. But yeah, I'm, like that that alone was like the craziest thing from the trailer, the big reveal there. Um, the all, the all in all, I mean, like the trailer as a whole, just it's gonna be trippy. It's this the cinematography is gonna be insane. Um, CGI is going to be on point, it appears to be. And you know there's going to be like a bunch of like shit that is adjusted in the trailer that's going to be even more surprising in the movie. So Yeah, I mean... Marvel, once again, example, is just kings of the world. Example, no way home whenever there's that scene of all three when they crop the other two mm-hmm. out. Um, I know you said like, allegedly, every time I bring it up, yeah. I really think this is going to have so many what-if things on it. Yeah. Because obviously yeah. you have the evil Supreme Strange or whatever, the evil Strange mm-hmm. that looks like him at the end. Um, Captain Carter. Captain Carter's hinted. You can see a reflection of her thing in there. Yeah, the shield. It looks like they're doing Wanda and Strange zombies mm-hmm. in there in the trailer at some point. And that what's that character you like from Capcom? Shumagorath. Yeah, I people think that's what the monster tentacle monster was in the what if through the portal. Yeah, and now there's a live action one. So people, a lot of people are saying this is going to be like the live action what if. Someone said too, what if um the other people on the panel. Mm-hmm. Of the Illuminati, you can't see what if one's Ultron with because that's why the Ultron sentries are there. But it's like the Ultron from What If with all the stones, yeah, turned good. I, Someone I, said, What if Loki's one of them, like the Loki from one of the Loki's from uh, the show? That's true. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like it's gonna be more with relating to Iron Man, and that's his like armor around the Illuminati in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone else said that the armor around the world, yeah, his yeah. his century Ultron. Program like come to life working. Yeah, um, I can see that. Obviously, I think we talked about before. Tom Cruise might. There, people are hinting that, rumoring that he might be a not. There, 
It's like fan theories. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it, though. Because if you throw Robert Downey Jr. up there on the mm-hmm. chair, it's going to be tough to be like not putting him in more movies and shit. But if you do Tom Cruise, like, yeah, it's like okay, we're, multi- we're, we don't need to see him all the time. Yeah, it's just a little like funny thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there will be demand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, there will probably be demand for Tom Cruise Iron Man movies. But, uh-huh. yeah, I, I think there could be a Kang sighting mm-hmm. in this movie. Uh, there was the one part where I think it was America Chavez was fighting someone who looked like they're going to... Captain Marvel Super Saiyan, mm-hmm. but it also looked like a, a Iron Man variant. And uh, one of the nerdy YouTube videos I watch all the time, New Rock Stars, I think it's New Rock, either New Rocks or the Screen Crush, literally zoomed and enhanced the screenshot of that person's face, and it looks just like Jonathan Majors. So it could be a variation of Kang, where Kang in in the uh, comics was like an Iron Lad at one point mm-hmm. um, in the Young Avengers. So that could be a hint to that. I think. Uh... So, you know the scene where he, like, approaches Wanda and it's all, like, flowers and shit? Yeah. And, like, in the field? It They keep showing that scene, like, meshing with them having the conversation when crazy shit's going on. Yeah. I feel like, what if that scene in the field is just an illusion? That could be. And, like, crazy shit's going on, but Wanda's just putting off a ruse. Yeah. Because she doesn't want Strange to be like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, that could be the case. You know what I mean? I think that could be the case. I think you could, could be right there. Yeah. Did um, you see, like, everybody on, like, the internet just, like, saying the uh, sexism and <laughs> the shit? Because, uh, like, because the line Wanda delivers. Oh, um, yeah. That, like, you know, you it's do It's funny this, how you can do this stuff and you're, and you're a, a hero. hero. I do it. I'm a villain. It's like, yeah, but you, like, put an entire town in, like, yeah. essentially, like, uh, prison. Yeah, but <laughs> Dr. Strange also roofied the entire world with Peter Parker. Yeah, but that... Uh, and also protected the world. Her her reasons for doing it were like, I miss my hubby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And like, what his intentions were originally with the spell were more to help Peter. He wasn't trying to, like, Wanda knew what she was doing. Actually, she the spell didn't. got. She. I thought she. Yeah, did she, I think she did subconsciously, didn't she? Was it was like a subconscious thing that came to the light. And but she, she didn't she, stop it when she knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, Strange, he was like, Scooby-Doo this shit. Oh, yeah. Like, we gotta fix this shit. It's all fucked. We botched the spell. Like, yeah, which, like, yeah, it was like, they were both botched spells, but, like, mm-hmm. Wanda was like, all right, well, this is fine. <laughs> like, the little dog in the fire room, like, this is fine. Yeah, but, like, fine. Strange is like, yeah, fix everything. And that's where I think the difference lies. But, Joan beats cooking Bobby Porter. He sucks. <laughs> Uh, anything else from the Doctor Strange trailer, though? Um, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot. There might be shit we're missing, but it's, I'm sure, it's but gonna be amazing. America Chavez looks dope. Yeah, yeah, I like her. So she, her powers essentially, she opens portals to other star shaped portals. Yes, star shaped portals. I hope they're not star shaped. They are in the trailer. They are. Yeah, I saw a star shaped portal. Oh, man, I don't know about that. Matt, Matt's hiding in the other room, <laughs> eating really crunchy <laughs> chips while we record. Um. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, she looks cool though. Come, um, eat, come eat them into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Billy like ASMR. Some yeah, shit. let's do one. Let's do, let's do one in the mic. Um, are you going to do it? He's going to do one into the mic. ASMR. <laughs> all right, cool. Thanks. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for the trailer. Unless you want to throw no. out something. All right. Next trailer. Um, I guess we'll go. Um, I guess amount of excitement I think the general population would expect. Yeah, yes, yeah. So probably Lord of the Rings is next. Yeah, I would agree. The with show that. for Lord of the Rings, which 
if you haven't heard what we were talking about previously, but their budget is absolutely insane for this show. It's going to be like blowing Game of Thrones' final seasons out of the water for the entire show. And yeah. that's kind of nuts. So if they don't deliver on this shit, I'm going to be very disappointed. Um, I'm probably going to check it out. I love The Lord of the Rings, the original like uh, trilogy. The Hobbit was all right, but I'm a big fan of the uh, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War games as well. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see them like expand on that kind of concept in the games that they uh, tackled there. So I'm excited. All the CG looks good in there, and I think the story will be good. Um, it's gonna. I guess it's gonna be about the like creation of the Rings of Power or something like that. I, I heard. I heard this is like a millennium before. Uh, okay. So okay. it could be. Yeah. I think. I think. I also heard what's the giant eye in the sky? Sorter or uh, Sauron. Sauron. I, I think I heard that from a nerd that do like Lord of the Rings that he's gonna be in this. Okay, so it might be like okay, so it might be like Celebrimbor, maybe who's the ringmaker. He like maybe. made all the rings. I don't know. I haven't like, watched any Lord of the Rings yet. That's, that's the, one of those they should find the shit out in the game too. Yeah, like, well, you learn I, more about it in the game. I think what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do. I've been trying to get Lord of the Rings forever. Every time I try, is there something that fails? Once was a really annoying kid. After middle of the second one, I just gave up, got mm. and left. It's like when I was watching with Johnny. Yeah, and his friends during there watching. It's just like I couldn't think. If you like so Spider Man, you would like the Lord of the Rings game. Oh yeah, I, I've seen. I've watched Dan play. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I've watched Dan play. It's very good. I, it's the same general concept. Yeah, I just can't get into it unless I like, I like Spider Man mm-hmm. now. Yeah, so that's why I got into the game. Yeah. But I think this TV show looked really cool from the trailer, and I think this is like a way for me to get into Lord of the Rings. Because that's another thing too. I listened to, like through Barzler, the ones who said the uh, Sauron thing, mm-hmm. um, and they he also said like to one of their guests and said confession. I never watched it, which I was in that thing too can yeah. do and, and uh ken jack said you can definitely watch this without knowing anything else probably about lord of the rings it'll probably be more and like introduce you to the world yeah yeah it'll probably said, be more like oh shit like the leo leonardo dicaprio meme yeah and he said this is a good way to like introduce to, to middle earth and then from there you can take it around and i just thought that's a really good idea so that's what i'll probably do yeah i'll probably watch it from the start and then yeah so it looks like this drops in september so It'll probably roll around sooner than you expect, honestly. But yeah. anything else from that trailer? Um, no, I didn't really, I didn't really have to pick out anything because I didn't really know Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Um, all right, next one then, I guess would be Moon Knight. And I think no. You think no? Yeah, probably. I think yeah. no. No, because we already saw something from Moon Knight. It's the first look at. Yeah, me. that's fair. That's fair. Um, so Moon Knight. Or, sorry, no. Mm-hmm. So that trailer, we finally get the first look at Jordan Peele's third installment in his like horror franchise, and it looks it looks pretty sweet. Um, mm-hmm. I think though this movie, like it's weird because I feel like in the previous movies we knew the general concept that they were going to be introducing, but this one is like for sure aliens. It's alien from the well. What you and uh, Matt were saying beforehand, note stands for uh, not of planet Earth. Yeah. That's me and Akron for that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you can just tell from this trailer it's going to be aliens. You can see the top of an alien head running behind the barn. Yeah, it's definitely an alien head. Um, I think it looks great. I think Loki, one of the sneaky best parts about the trailer that no one's really talking about. I've, I was taken back by the line. Um, the, what's the actor's name? The main actor from Get Out and stuff? I don't know his name. It's a, it's a long name. It's, it's a complicated name to, to say. Um Whatever, he, everyone knows I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He's also in Black Panther. Uh, he said something like, "What's uh, what, what do you call a miracle that's not good? Mm-hmm. He said, there's nothing there's a word for it. And I was thinking, there really isn't. Mm-hmm. And that's a really crazy thing to think about. Like, 
what do you call a miracle that's not good? Because because disaster, catastrophe, but not I don't know. Because a miracle that that basically I've been saying this there's a miracle there's aliens and shit like that, mm-hmm. but it's not great. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I thought that was a really cool one. So. I also, I feel like that actress is going to be really good. Kiki Palmer. Yeah, Kiki Palmer. Yeah. I feel like she's going to kill it. Uh, I love, like, the delivery she had in, like, the opening monologue of the trailer. Like, that was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, what was all, what also got, I wonder, though, with, is that actor that we were saying we can't pronounce his name? Yeah, look, yeah, look it up. I might be able to pronounce it if I sound it out because I didn't heard mm-hmm. it so many times. But I wonder if he's, so he was in Get Out. And this is obviously yeah. Jordan Peele's trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, like... Is he the same character? It's Daniel with Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. It's K A L U U Y A. I think it's Kaluuya. Not Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Yeah. Kaluuya. It's Kaluuya. Kaluuya is fucking Uncle Joey. Okay. But uh, I wonder if he's going to be playing the same character from Get Out. I don't think so. That's what it seems like. It's not. I was all on board with the not what you're saying with the non uh, with the in in universe shit. But like, what if it's the us version of him the tethered the tethered version of him wow wow kid i fantasy to have wow that would be sweet though no but yeah i know sorry i'm not sorry that i agree wow that would be nuts um if that is a tethered version i just thought of that on the fly yeah or it could be like american horror story how like some characters play just different Mm -hmm. characters yeah i mean it's 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 been done before yeah but i still I, i expect great things from this I just hope the aliens are, like, creepy enough, but not too creepy. Mm-hmm. That it, like, what haunts they, my dreams. What if the aliens are in charge of the tethered? Ooh. And they're running the tethered. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing things out there to see if they stick to the wall. Because mm-hmm. that'd be sweet to reveal of that, and I'm right. I want. I, I hope it's, like, kind of like Signs in a way. You ever see Signs? No, I know what it is, though, yeah. Yeah, I hope it's kind of yeah. like that in a way, where, like, As M. Night, the right? aliens is kind of like, yeah, M. Night. It's kind of like a big reveal, the aliens. Like, you don't really see them much, but uh-huh. then you get, like, the full shot of an alien, and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's like Mac and me. Mm-hmm. You see Mac and me? No. Oh, no, My Uncle the Alien. That's what I was thinking Oh, uh, okay, okay. Ever seen My Uncle the Alien? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really not what it did you, actually. No. It's a really shitty movie from, like, the <laughs> 90s. It's, like, a 1 out of 10. Chelsea loved this, so she made me watch it. It's so bad. But it's like, it teases this how this girl's uncle is, is like an alien for the entire movie, and like you don't see it till the end. Mm-hmm. All right. um, anything else from Nope? I like it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Great trailers. Great trailers mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl. Uh, next one, then Moon Knight. Yes. So, Moon Knight, second ad for Moonlight, like, a little trailer for you. Mm-hmm. Decent amount of new footage there. Um, short, but it's a lot of... Yeah, it's short, but there's a lot of new footage. Um, looks like it's going to be a sweet show. I feel like it's just going to be, like, complete mindfuck, though. Mm-hmm. The I, entire... I, like, you're going to feel like the the hero. Yeah. In terms of you're not going to know what's going on. Yeah, no, I agree. I... What I liked about this short we got, thing we got is we obviously saw Moon Knight's costume in the last uh, full trailer, mm-hmm. and him being up that one guy in the bathroom... We actually got to see him like in a fight in this little snippet where like I thought it was the coolest shot of when he like spreads his wing and it makes it look like a uh, moon. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I don't know. And then the moon orangs, <laughs> the moon orangs. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I'm excited for that one. I can't wait. I think I was saying to you and Matt before when we were watching the trailer, um, Moon Knight's one of those characters I had in like the Marvel's Contest of Heroes or whatever. Mm. Like one of those games you fight. It's kind of like the Mortal Kombat on your phone with okay. Marvel heroes. And he was my favorite and, like, best character I had. Yeah, I, I didn't really know about him. 
So, like, this was, like, back in, like, early college, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so I just went and did a bunch of, like, research on him. I was like, this is the guy character looks cool. And I thought he was a cool character for years now. And I'm so happy they're finally adapting him. Um, anything else from Moon Knight? Um, no. All right. Uh, next one, Elvis. The, the Elvis biopic. This is sneaky. Looks really, really good. Sneaky looks good. Looks I, I, really I don't think they aired this in the Super Bowl. They dropped it a couple days later, but... The actor portraying Elvis, like, kind of, like, sells it pretty well. Um, the makeup job for Tom Hanks is also pretty good as, uh, in that. Yo, yeah, he doesn't look anything like Tom Hanks, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it seems like it's going to be a pretty good story. It's going to tie in, like, his coming to fame. Um, I don't know if they're going to get into, like, his downfall like his, and his death, ultimately. I, it looked like he, like, a little snippet of the, uh, well, you can kind of tell Elvis age by the different eras he was so you got mm-hmm. young elvis and he got like christian christian elvis a little bit there yeah and then his downfall end is when you always see the street performers with all the glitter and the glamour mm-hmm. and all that stuff and you see him a little bit at the cyber and yeah. so i'm sure it's gonna be a full biopic and show him how he has a heart attack and everything like that but yeah. Yeah. i i'm a big elvis guy i like elvis so i'm, yeah. I'm excited to see this seems like it'll be good it looks really good i just wanted to hear him say thank you very much at one point. yeah i wanted to hear him drop that line Mm-hmm. But we'll probably get that in a future trailer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then the last one I had, even more sneaky, possibly decent. But Chippendale. Oh, my. Yeah. Chippendale, Actually, I, Rescue Rangers. I was out in that, those pieces of shit. <laughs> but now I'm fully back. Yeah, like, so it seems like it's a decent idea for, like, a movie here. But essentially, they look at the characters, the Chippendale characters, like, 30 years later or something. Like what it would actually be chrono- chronologically, yeah. um, and the one the part where it sold me was where they decided for the animation. It was, at first it was like Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Space mm-hmm. Jam, where it was like animated characters, two D animated characters, and like live action human beings in the movie as well. But then they bring in I think it's Chip is the goofier looking one. The CGI one. Yeah, where he comes out CGI. He's like, yeah, I got the CGI like surgery, procedure, yeah, surgery yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you're really going to have CGI Chip and uh, 2D animation Dale? I, I was like, that's kind of cool. That's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just love Melanie and Sandberg, so mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Yeah, Melanie and Sandberg, they seem like they'll play well off each other. And they're going to have a lot of the original cast and a ton of like Easter eggs for other like movies and a lot of Disney works. Like uh, You see like Aladdin at one point on the Magic Carpet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be all right. I think it's going to be like a definite stream movie. Like, I wouldn't go see this in theaters, but I would 100% like stream this like a Saturday morning and just like while I'm like hungover or something, just watch it. Yeah, I I, I probably will not see this in theaters too, but I'll watch it eventually. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be good. Yeah, I think it'd be all right. I think it's all like six and a half out of ten. Yeah. Like, worth the watch. Um, That's all I have for trailers. Oh, wait, one more trailer. The Boys Diabolical trailer. Yeah, this is a weird one. Yeah, so they're dropping apparently like a spinoff series for the boys, the Amazon Prime project, and uh, it looks like it's gonna like kind of be like Star Wars Visions. If any of you have you have seen that, but where it's gonna have like different animations for each episode, but it's gonna follow in the same universe of the boys in what seems to be like prequels of where we're located in the actual show, which I think that could be pretty successful. You have a lot of weird, like, heroes and shit you can just add to it in a very easy fashion. You can kind of test the consumer market and see who gains interest in that, and you can just throw them in the live-action boys. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I like it. Uh, I agree with everything you just said with it. Mm-hmm. I And there'll probably be like some hit episodes and some miss episodes. Like that's just how Star Wars. I can kinda already tell from like the previews of it, like the trailer that mm-hmm. there's there are a few I'm probably not gonna like. Yeah, yeah. Um but that's all I have for trailers. Anything you want to throw in there? Um no. Alright. The only other thing for movies was I saw Jackass Forever as well. Nice. It was, it was really good. What's your favorite? Um I, I don't I don't know what my favorite was, but like the one that resonated with me the most was just how many times uh Aaron Danger got hit in the hit in the dick. Did he do the cut test and the dude, Aaron test, got dude. the Aaron got the He got the worst by far. Like no, every single thing he did was bad. Yeah, he had he had, he got punched by the heavyweight, which was Francis hilarious when they, when they lied to him, they told him it was gonna be a lightweight. And then he rolls out as a heavyweight, and he's like, "What the fuck do you mean, like?" <laughs> on paper, they looked it up in the movie too. He he has registered the hardest hit, the hardest hit ever. Yeah. So he takes one from him in the nads. Then he takes like a softball pitch in the nads after yeah. that. And then the pogo stick. I was like, "You can't do this." That was the worst. That one. was the worst one. It fucking like dragged but, his nuts like down to the ground. Yeah. No, but the PK Subin slap shot was bad too. Oh yeah! And the, oh my god! Dude, I, I love how PK such a dick to him too. I love how PK was like fucking with him. Like he literally <laughs> said, like he literally took the first one and missed, like on purpose, and hit him in the head or something. And then he said, "Oh, sorry, but I missed." He's like, "Well, don't worry, I'll hit you this time." Then he did it because, like I said, like you could tell he was fucking with him. Oh man, dude! I was just like, I don't know, like I don't know how he's having kids after it. Oh, he's older than anyone. Like it, it, he probably. Yeah. If I was him and I knew that was coming, I would have been like, I'm freezing some sperm or something mm-hmm. just in case. Like, mm-hmm. just to be safe. Uh, but my favorite, I mean, I'm thinking about it, I've heard other people talking about it, I'm still, felt, I still think my favorite is the, uh, the dark room. Yeah, that was just funny. That was just so funny. <laughs> yeah. that, that was the funniest one. Um, uh, what else? Or that or the, the, the spy, I hate spiders, but the when uh, Jasper's dad came in. <laughs> yeah. What was his name? Dark Shark. Dark, Dark Shark, yeah. yeah. He was, was freaking one. out the whole time. And yeah, at one point I think he had Johnny Knoxville like like by the shirt and he's like, I'll let I'll get you out if you let go of me. Mm-hmm. That's um, that funny. We made it the vulture. Yeah, t- tons of great cameos as well. Like Tyler the Creator, oh, that, that Tony Hawk. Um Yeah, j- just in the beginning is weird. Yeah, just in the beginning. Just in the like, montage. Uh, a lot a lot of people yeah. you would expect. MGK. Uh-huh. Um Oh, I, that's the one I forgot too, is Rob was there for the uh musical chairs yeah. where we may got launched into the middle. Yeah, where they had all the metal fucking like, components yeah. and hydraulics. Yeah. That was so funny. I forgot about that one. But yeah, it was a really funny movie, man. I was laughing my ass off. I agree. Um I agree. But that's all I have for movies, so anything you want to toss in there? No, that's one for TV, I think. All right. So let's take it over to TV. First up, the Peacemaker finale. We uh, all got a chance to watch it here. So, Peacemaker finale. What do you think? I thought it was great. Yeah? Yeah. The cameo? The cameo at the end was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the scene where they're fighting everybody to the theme song. Yeah. It was sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. And because it is also kind of sad because you see uh, Visual Lanty go down. You see Dude, hardcore go down. So that was my only thing was like I was like, so they're dead. Like, what's gonna happen? Like I and when they that. and honestly, like when they like went down like that, I was like, so I think Flash is gonna be the cameo and just like reverse time or some bullshit. And it'd be like kind of stupid like that. But it, it I mean, I I will buy that they're alive, but it was just kind of funny how they made this whole dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. And then Vigilante just got up. Yeah, Vigilante, I thought <laughs> I thought that up. was gonna be we'll say like out of buy was like 
Hardcore's down. Didn't say anything about Vigilante. Mm-hmm. I, I immediately, like, John Cena went to go check on Hardcore, not Vigilante. Yeah. Which, Hardcore was, but at the end, she was paralyzed. Yeah. She had to learn how to walk in. So, th- I get that. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, like, she was fucked up from it. Dude, yeah. If she didn't die, she was going to be fucked up, and she they, they made her fucked up. Dude, I was worried the fucking butterfly was going to fly into her, and that was going to be, like, season mm-hmm. two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, I like how Goff is trying to get Peacemaker on his on their side, <laughs> yeah. and he just said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, activate torpedo or whatever." And yeah, sent out a bio into the. It, it, it like it started off a little bit slow, but like once you hit episode three, it kind of took off from there. Mm-hmm. Once it got into like the uh, core of the story, I yeah. really enjoyed the show. Um, it's it's like rated DC's like best thing, uh, which is kind of funny. It's great. It's, it's honestly great. It's so funny. Like, how about how about the start where they're just talking out by there every time she says anything? I mean, honestly, like they should give like all of the like rights to the criminal movies that they can do in DC to James Gunn. Yeah, I think I think he's. I think they should just stick with it. Mm-hmm. Disney fucked up. By yeah, I am getting all their hands on James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they still have James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Imagine if they don't have. This and Suicide, the new Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, that 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 saved DC a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm, after Guardians of the Galaxy 3, James Gunn's probably going to be done with Disney and go straight to DC full time. If I was him, I would, too. I, I think I would, Screw too. Because, yeah. I mean, Disney couldn't can his ass for some shit that wasn't even that bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But those, those jokes were a little inappropriate, but, like, it wasn't, like, he didn't get canceled for them. It was just, like, Disney, like, jumping the gun on it. Yeah. Exactly. Jumping the James gun. Exactly. To get away from Disney is probably such a relief as, like, in, uh, in, now in Hollywood. Now he can do whatever the fuck he wants. DC doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He can they'll they'll be like, yeah, it's fine, dude. Like, just do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, anything else from the finale? No. Did you see, like, the end credits scene? I mean, it wasn't, like, a scene. It, it, it was just, it's like... It's the bloopers they do all <laughs> the extra scene, yeah. Dude, but I think at the end of the day, Vigilante was just my favorite character. From Very the underrated. Like, did not expect to like him as much as I did. Like, even at his, like, final scene, like... They were, like, talking about Vigilante on the TV, and he just, like, pops up and hops out the window. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. It's um, crazy. How about, do you think, in the theme song, the song, Yeah. did he throw the dog the invisible bone is jerking off? Throw the dog the invisible bone. Probably. Like, Probably. <laughs> I see about that. It's probably reason. like that turning Japanese song. You ever, like Jackass plays that in like yeah, all yeah. the movies. Yeah. Like it's just about jerking off and like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, can see it. I think I mean, invisible dog third dog invisible bones. Yeah. I can see that. Off. That's funny. Yeah. I see about that whenever I first heard it, but I just kept forgetting to bring it up every time we talk Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. And then this time I made sure I put it in my notes <laughs> that I had that. Um moving on though. Uh we got a big Stranger Things update. Mm-hmm. So you were saying I didn't catch this in the Super Bowl, but uh, Harbor popped up on the Super Bowl. not in Super Bowl. Oh, it wasn't the Super Bowl. Next game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But it, like it was like Monday. I think. Gotcha. So he's in the Knicks game, and he was on the jumbotron. He pulled out his like phone or something or mm-hmm. a piece of paper or something. And it said "St. Here, here. Coming soon." Okay, so Madison Square Garden. It was Nick's Thunder the other night. Oh, okay. And it was Harbor and the guy, Noah, the Noah guy who plays Will. Okay. And he later holds up his phone and says, ST4 coming soon. <sighs> ST4's coming soon, I promise. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't get like a trailer or anything, but they just dropped a lot of information about the plans for the show. Um, the, the writers of the show came out and they said that 
they planned this season, this uh, event, like this whole project to be four or five seasons, mm-hmm. and they came out and announced it's going to be ending after season five. So we're going to get this season here, one more season after that, probably in a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then it'll be over. I like that. I like when yeah, TV shows have too. a set end. Mm-hmm. Because you have a whole plan out, so it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So they also announced that season four is going to be split into two. So it's going to be about nine episodes long for each part. And each episode is going to be like super long, they said. So mm-hmm. there's going to be... Uh, it, the first part's going to come in May, and the second part's going to come in July. Okay. So not really far apart at all. Um, I don't know. Maybe I, I could be maybe wrong on the nine episodes. Thanks for both, but... At the end of the day, like I think that's a great way to do it. What time in May? Did they announce the date? I think early May, like okay. May fifth. I could be wrong, but um, essentially, it seems like so they dropped like a poster as well, and the poster is like a hallway. The end of the hallway is much like the upside down stuff, and you have four different groups of people on each like two walls in the ceiling and the floor walking towards the middle of the room, the middle of the hallway. If, if first week of May, mm-hmm. nine weeks would take it to like July twentieth. Okay, so it's probably like end of July. They'll probably take a week off or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong. Then, or maybe not take a week off and just go straight. Or maybe through. it's nine episodes in total, and they're doing like five and four or something like that. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I think it'll be great. Um, they'll probably divvy up the stories in that way, but connect them ultimately. Well, at the actually, end. that's probably why they're splitting the two. Mm-hmm. They'll probably have. Nine episodes of Eleven doing her shit, mm-hmm. and nine episodes back in Hawkins. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Or and maybe it'll connect at the end. Or maybe Harbor and Russia. Yeah, it'll probably be those three stories. Well, I was going to say Hopper, maybe, but Harbor's his real name. Yeah. yeah. But I think at the end of it, they'll all be intertwined, and they'll connect mm-hmm. at the very end. Um, but that's all I have for that one. And then I also watched Archive 81 on Netflix. It was pretty good. Okay, nice. Yeah. A little bit, like... Let's give it a brief synopsis. It's like a, it's like a supernatural thriller um, with a hint of horror. And essentially this guy is hired by a corporate conglomerate to take old videotapes that were destroyed in a fire at a hotel and restore them. And mm-hmm. in the tapes, there's like a mystery to be solved. And that's it. Come back. Yeah. Um, I do recommend it, though. And it looks like it's going to continue past like this season, obviously. Then the only other thing I had was they announced the Oscars for the host, the hosting of the Oscars for 2022. It's Amy Schumer, which passed right there for me. Mm-hmm. Wanda Sykes, which I like. I yeah, I, like I love Wanda Sykes, and then Regina Hall, who I like too. Yeah. I'm so angry. really, for me, if you cut I, Amy Schumer out of this, I am all in. Nothing against Regina Hall today. She just gave it just to Wanda Sykes. Yeah, it, it feels weird they're sharing it like this yeah. between three people. Well, Maybe they were like, we don't want anybody bowing out like Kevin Hart. Yeah, so well, we're just going to get no three one. on deck. Yeah, last year they did, they did the rule with the no host approach, <laughs> yeah. and it sucked. It was so bad. Someone uh, like Tom Barstool said, um, I'm going to pitch you an idea for an Oscar host that's better than these three, and you tell me yes or no. There's a guest like, all right, it's like, like practical jokers. Wow. See, practical jokers run the Oscars. That'd be that great. would be great. That would never happen. But that and be just so make funny. it like an exclusive episode of Impractical Jokers where they just like they go out and around do crazy in the things. Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Impractical Jokers, they like, get Joe Gatto back for that. And yeah, just it. like a revival. Yeah, do the Oscars. That basically. would be great. I'd be all for that. <laughs> That's all I have for TV. Anything I, you want to toss in? I started a show. Yeah, what show? I've been recommended this before. I forget by who. I finally watched it. I'm on episode three and I love it. Righteous Gemstones on HBO. 
Okay. It's I've seen that. It's funny. Yeah. It's a funny show. It's McBride, right? It's Dan McBride, John Goodman, Adam Devine from Workaholics. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of people you'd recognize too. Uh, and it's basically about like a Joel Olstein family who's like of like preachers who are also like billionaires mm-hmm. from making these mega churches and shit. And just corrupt. Yeah, but like not really. They like live like a oh yeah God, but they're fucking have their own like million dollar compound. And yeah. The whole premise of the show, first episode, not really spoilers, is like what the show's based on. Like you can see in the first ten minutes, someone has like a, a clip of Damien Brad just snoring a bunch of coke with hookers. They like, will release this and ruin your like family. And it's I'm only three episodes in. It's only two up two seasons though, so there's only like fourteen episodes total or sixteen, I think. Mm-hmm. I forget either eight and eight, I think. Um, I'm loving it so far. Yeah, good. So I'd I'll probably have to add that to my list. Then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's take it over to music. Your jams of the week. I got four options for you here. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with the ones. I mean, I think I know who you're going to pick for number one, mm-hmm. but we'll go with this one first. Diet Coke by Pusha T. It's a good flow. Who's this? Push a key. Okay. Like, I wasn't big on it at first, but it kind of grew on me after I listened to it a couple of times. Um, I think Kanye might even be in it, too, a little bit. Um, but next up, I got Celebrity Skin by Doja Cat. Total change of genre. Wait, this is Doja? Doja Cat. That's crazy. Is that dope? Oh, so Jesus Christ, this is dope. She's yeah. on a Super Bowl commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in the Taco Bell one. I love that. It was another one. We were just saying Taco Bell commercials. They just fucking, they're just like doing something completely off brand. And then they're just like, oh, hey, Taco Bell. And like that was, the Doja Cat one was like the same thing. She was like at a fucking fashion show or something. Yeah. She's like, oh, Taco Bell. Yeah. Fire sauce. (laughs) That's great. Next one I got is Options by Internet Money and 24K Golden. Personally, this is my jam of the week, I think, but... But the last one I have here is City of Gods, Fabio Foran, Kanye West, and Alicia Keys. Welcome to the City of Gods. Now in the 
getting in charge. All the kids are sitting in sauce. Find out the ops when you pick them apart. I give them my time, so I give them my heart. I'm sitting on me and they're fully soft. Dude, I want to say it, but Kanye's back, the old Kanye. The old Kanye's back. I, I'm not quite like he's he's was his songs were better it was, back. It was, it was a good song, but, but I'm saying like he's getting back to the actual rapping shit and yeah. not the gospel shit. Mm-hmm. So Kanye, I, I I do agree. He's trending up. He's turning back to like where he used to. Yeah, he needed that shit with Kim K, dude. I know. I feel I feel like she's a sucky bitch, bro. All the Kardashians are. Like, I feel like just being in that. So I'm so happy she's like so toxic. So it just ruins talent. Yeah, so I'm so happy she was Pete Davidson because Pete Davidson's <laughs> life be ruined after her. That's what happens after you did a Kardashian. <laughs> Can't wait. But all right, I'm assuming Jam of the Week then. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but no, uh, close number two is the Doja Cat song. Yeah, yeah. But uh, City of so Gods. Fabio uh, Four and Kanye West and Alicia Keys. That hook though with Alicia Keys mm-hmm. is nice. Dude, All right, with many, that though, take it away, Ryan. So many tangents. I've said so long. I'm looking at it. Um, thanks to Salter for coming on talking hockey. Uh, shout out to everyone who listens each week. Don't forget to tell your friends about it. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Derry J Sports. Shout out to Kent's Brothers Painting for sponsoring us. Uh, if you need your house painted, like guy here, because this house is a piece of shit. All right. <laughs> call, call Kent's Brothers Painting. Um, and uh, two chains. Line of the week. She told her friend, quote, I'm quoting teaching theory. Friend, record me while I pop my shit. Friend said, okay, friend, make that money, bitch. I like that. I do too. Alright, see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign. As we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time. Baby, you could have been my lady. Making me all hazy. Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying?
to the beat, beat, beat. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat.